So I wrote them all down. And then I happened to write down the ones that were on your thing too, just if you That's needed awesome. them. You so did all are... my homework. <laughs> well, we got we got power back last night at 10, maybe? Something like that. This is a, pre, a good pre-podcast story that maybe I'll leave, leave on or not. But we already have a weak signal at our house anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, so with no power, that's... We're screwed. So unless you go down the road about a, I don't know, three quarters of a mile or so. So last night I'm like, I have to get these messages <laughs> out. So I, I'm a, you know, I'm not a hippie by any stretch, but I had underwear on. I hopped in my van and started driving around the neighborhood looking for a good spot. <laughs> and so, so I'm out there and I'm, I'm messaging out there in your van eight. in your underwear yeah I'm out there the, yeah it, it, a van is creepy and it's creepy as it is and then you and then you throw a guy like if the cop walked up and put the flashlight in and be what are you doing you're you're weird you got it. the neighbors are complaining so so uh so i was in the middle of trying to message some some people for today and uh, the power came back on and all of a sudden I'm getting a gazillion texts that had like stacked up and and started going through so uh, I took my underwear or underwear self back to uh, <laughs> not back to my yeah yeah not not less <laughs> um, so yeah I, I got back to the house and my wife was she uh, she was pretty happy that we had electricity we all were yeah so you were out for three you know it's sad days or so we were out Tuesday night through Friday night. Is that really a problem? Like, that's nothing. I know. We were talking about that. Yeah. Everyone complaining. I'm like, I think yeah. everyone needs a little less yeah. <laughs> time on the grid. <laughs> if you ask me, it was perfect. And hopefully some people take that and at least learn from it and try to uh, try to maybe change some things in their, in their mm -hmm. lives. Because it was not a big deal, really. I you mean, adjust. You adapt. It takes time. Hmm. But... It's back to the first world problems, you yep. know. Yep. What do we really have to complain about? I mean, that isn't one of them. No. And, I, and, <laughs> and driving the roads every day and seeing all these these trees down that I know the tree guys are trying to get to. Those guys, whether they come in from another state or whatever, it's it's those guys work crazy hours. They're trying their best, you know. Is it really that big of a deal that I've got to wait for that to take its take its course run its course of cleanup i know, you know? like everybody's doing the best they can mm -hmm. i always think that with all situations it's like i think everybody in their own minds is doing the best they know how to do oh, so yeah. it's like we have to uh, take that into consideration and mm -hmm. <laughs> no definitely we we do we obviously can't too many luxuries to understand <laughs> yeah what it's like to be without right i know it works it does i know what you're doing works for sure because you hear surprisingly about it. well even i mean think about it from the perspective of adam i brought up a podcast from forever ago and he listened to it. i'm like what you listen to i still think like 10 people listen to this podcast i have it in my mind it actually makes it easier for me thinking that way yeah for sure yeah so you, 
Actually, what do you think about that? I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, with, I mean, with this, I, I am blown away when I, I it's happened a, a handful of times just in the last mm -hmm. month where someone's like, oh, my wife has that shirt or, oh, really? Oh, so-and-so will be so excited to hear that you're here or, yeah. oh, Ratchet Society, I, I've heard of that. And I'm like, I'm like, you what? <laughs> You've heard of it? Because uh, even just on Instagram, it's not like we're huge and that's where our main focus is, but uh -huh. I mean, we're, we're almost at... 1,500 followers, but yeah, just to hear anybody know what it is yeah. still blows my mind, and mm -hmm. I think it always will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> and it, you're, the point good. of it is to make an impact, but at the same time, you don't really think that people are watching or listening. It's kind think, of weird. <laughs> I think, but it's a good. I think it's a good problem. I, I remember when I celebrated 200 followers, I was like, we got 200 followers. Yeah. Like I put a post out there. I was so excited. And so I'm not trying to, I would rather grow slow and have people actually into it than have hundreds of thousands of followers or tens of thousands of followers and have three people be into it. I would, right. Right. So yeah, it's not, a, for me, it's not a matter of growth, but it's still just mind boggling when... Mm -hmm someone knows about it yeah. <laughs> especially when we were at the jam that the the rotary coverage jam that you had there it was like yeah i was blown away i mean like yeah. seeing and little girls was... come over and be like mom this is the rad chick society uh -huh. or other you just like joss coming over with her mom and like mom this is like oh my rad chick yeah, society yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like what yeah <laughs> yeah her real mother yeah not yeah <laughs> Anyway, there, there's a girl uh, that I could say this now because it doesn't, uh, she, she's not going to know. But a friend of mine, Ben Atchison, uh, his daughter bought her. a shirt. Yeah. She's totally like fanned out on you. And she's helping build these boulder trails, they're, they're called. So shout out to the boulder trails. She's working hard there and she rode the. Uh, the straight rhythm thing that I did, yep. which you guys would understand because that whole concept for that came from motocross, of course. But they did a bike one in Boulder, Colorado, right down Main Street. I believe it was Boulder. Someone will correct me, I'm sure, if I'm wrong. So we're going to give her a call later on. She was so sweet. So Ben was sharing that she, well, and she was sharing, mm -hmm. but she was a little quieter, of course, um, that she used to race mm -hmm. and she's just getting back into it. So it was awesome to see her out there. Yeah riding and killing it yeah i'm excited to see i started following her she started following me so yeah i'm excited to see more of what she does but is it back to what we were talking about it's uh it's pretty amazing when you you don't realize you may be affecting these people in a way that you don't hear about because you only heard that interaction or had that interaction when really there's a lot of talk going on after that conversation because she's so excited and and uh and it's awesome so we'll uh we'll give her a call That'll later be fun. on yeah yeah that yeah. was one of the things i noticed within communities oh and this was me more so seeing it in moto communities um where men were very much excluded and i understand it i fully understand it and i'm totally down with whatever everyone does that works for them and whatever they want to promote everyone has their own thing uh -huh. um but i noticed men were very excluded and if you wanted to go to an event you could only go on your own yeah, or men yeah, weren't yeah. allowed 
it's, it's all right. <laughs> Trust me. It's, it's fine. Men weren't allowed to go because I understand, like, they want to build the women community, women's community. They want to mm-hmm. build, like, the independence, not, you know, not having to rely on a man. But yeah. with Rad Chicks, I didn't want that to be a thing. Like, I wanted men w- to Women be... only club? Yeah, it's not a women's only club. It's right, more right. so, like, supporting anybody that supports Rad Chicks. And so... Yeah. um. And it's been cool because I never thought of this aspect of it because I don't have children. Mm-hmm. But the amount of men that have daughters that are following Rad Chicks and pumped on Rad Chicks because it's a positive mm-hmm. outlet for their daughters. Yeah. So that was like a an aspect I never really thought about. Yeah. That's been really cool to see. And I'm glad that we took, you know, I don't want to say took the direction, but that we were very yeah. like inclusive with right. men in our community because they have they have wives, they have girlfriends, mm-hmm. they have daughters, and it's been cool to see the positive impact that right. they've been able to make in those lives right. as well. It's definitely a different direction than than let's say two other uh, groups. We'll say mm-hmm. it's like ladies of BMX and Bloom. Yeah. So those are mostly media. You're a little bit of combination of a of a few different a few different uh methods i guess we'll talk about that soon because the first person that wants to call and talk to you is is going to call at 9 30 on your phone that part i think is really cool because each is different in its own way you're out there whether it's at the motocross track or a jam or maybe Cody's or other trails, whatever. You're, you're getting a good taste of a little bit of it. And I think I'll be selfish and say that that New England or just even like Upper East Coast, for sure, because that's the area that I know best, we need it. Like, I try to do what I can, but it's we need a woman like you that's not afraid to take charge, be creative, and uh, and just make it happen. So... Uh, welcome to the BMX in our blood. <laughs> I'm here with Jessica. Joss got me screwed up on this, but it's uh, it's Anson, right? No, Nason. Nason. That's where she was. Uh, so anyway. I mean, when you have a BMX daughter like Joss, I mean, that can send you a little crazy too. No, she, she corrects me. She's like, hey, you posted that wrong. I'm like, ah, I didn't think I put her last name in there because I didn't, wasn't sure if you even wanted your last name in there, but then I saw your last name in there a bunch of other times by other people yeah my, my life's an open book i don't hide much oh, which is <laughs> no which is which is great i just i try to err on the on the side of you know just no i understand you know, maybe people don't want too much access but anyway i don't know what episode you are we'll figure that out later but uh i'm psyched to have you on here because meeting you what was it two weeks ago now yeah we'd followed each other and i probably got to know you better through joss uh, Jas Camara, for those that don't know who I'm talking about, the open loop girl. <laughs> All right, I try to plan this perfectly. <laughs> Told you the underwear story. That's in there now, <laughs> by the way, because we may have thought that was just a warm up, but that was. That's in there. That, yeah, that's in there. Do you like Jess or Jessica? Never asked you. I will go by anything. I would say mm-hmm. most people call me Jess now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm anything. Okay. Jess, Jessica, Jennifer. You'll be Jesse. Je- Jess, Jess Hansen. <laughs> Jess Hansen. Jess Hansen. <laughs> Jess Mason. Jess Mason. I get Jess Mason, Mason a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
All right, so we're sitting. I've, I've, uh, I always steal this this uh, this phrase from Daryl. Now, uh, I'm, gonna, hmm. I'm gonna paint the picture for you. <laughs> he always says that, and I love it because that's exactly what he does. And he I- to paint the picture. Yeah, I'm I'm next to a you know great place to live in 35 acres. 35 acres. Yeah. 40 apple trees left. Yeah. We used to all the apple trees. Is it all crab apple or are you No, no, they're bre- apples. We just don't we don't take care of the trees anymore. It's right. Too much right, work. Right. So don't eat this one here. You can you can eat them. No, no, they're I'm still not. Edible. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, so this is really cool. So you have one horse or two? There's two horses and two mini donkeys. You can't see them right now. No way. You know what most people don't know about me is I had goats at my last house two houses ago I don't know it's uh we've always moved within our town but somehow I ended up with goats I was volunteering at our our yearly fair the Goshen Fair and uh I ended up when you move there when you move to the town if you're not from there they let you know right away that um you really need to volunteer for it's it's a small town of 2600 and it probably a thousand of them are from New York yep. and uh, live in the, there's a second home community. So, um, uh, where was I going with that? Um, How you got goats? Yes. Thank you. I'm going to do this a lot. Because uh, my, my mind goes off in different directions often. Maybe that's why Jocelyn and I get, in, <laughs> get along so well. Squirrel. She, yeah, right. That's why I always do. I yell squirrel. I'm like squirrel. But, uh, and by the way, she's, She's awesome. You know that. Oh, yeah. She's 100%. She's a rad chick, for sure. Um, so, anyway, yeah, I had goats. I had four of them, and uh, and it was during the time that I was out of BMX. So, I was, the rumors started going around that, oh, yeah, I heard that he, like, just has goats. Like, he raises goats now. That's all he does. <laughs> I was like, no. I ended up with these goats because <laughs> I volunteer for the, I got stuck with the goat people, and you know the whole deal with fairs and you would know this with animals is um when you show them you know you're showing the mom in this case i guess you say they're looking at just the the whole the shape of the goat and whether the goat looks like it's the confirmation is what they call it is that what it is yeah all right so you've been through the <laughs> I like horses confirmation <laughs> yeah yeah it's like depth of barrel and all this stuff it's just it's crazy but so what they do is they breed them constantly and these kids end up because they they have to they get entered as milkers so they're looking at the size of the udder and the whole thing and the the goats are like dying to be milked off uh but they have to wait until the judging and then they 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 milk them off so anyway so they they have these kids goat goat kids um i always ended up bringing goats home it was (laughs) so i ended up with goats wendy willie and two other ones. I forget the other ones. I'll think of Nutmeg and George. That's what it was. Uh, but that was not my life. <laughs> I just ended up with them. They were a fun story, but... They're fun. Yeah. So you're... You've got a couple horses and a couple... You said two donkeys? Two mini donkeys, yeah. Mini they're, donkeys. they're actually not ours. They're boarders, but... Oh, okay. Long story short, I'm a, I grew up a horseback rider. Yeah. And uh, I finally, when we moved here, I brought my horse home, but I didn't want to get any more horses. I, One was enough. Yeah. So I welcomed, put an ad out there basically, and yeah. hey, anybody that wants to uh, keep their horse here for free right. and will trade off taking care of them, they're welcome to. And then 
I ended up getting more messages than expected, so <laughs> oh. so we got a few extras here, but I'm happy to have them. You didn't specify horses, no, well, it was... Well, I'm just keeping the story short, but basically... Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. Well... <laughs> There's not a lot of great boarding farms in the area, so they were kind of kind of begging to, to get in here, and uh, yeah. we welcomed them. We love having them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so they've been here. These guys have been here. My horse has since passed. Um, uh-huh. And the original other one that we had here has moved. But these guys have been here for, I want to say, eight years now. Really? Yeah. Wow. And you've been at this spot for how long? Well, the it's been in Adam's family forever. I want it, like, yeah, original. Yeah. Right. Um, we've been here. We technically bought this from his dad almost mm-hmm. five years ago. Um, yeah. But we lived in the lot up by the road for since 2010 we yeah. built our house up there the, uh, what do we got who do we got going? should i speed up for the speaker all oh. right um, we're at cleveland ohio yeah 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 don't worry it's safe <laughs> put it on speaker loudspeaker hello all right this is jess this is jess who are we, who are we talking with hey jess this is nina um Joe, already told me to give you that now. What? Doing a podcast with you today. What's up? I wish yeah. I could get it louder. It's exciting to kind of meet you for the first time. Hello. This is crazy. You know, what's so funny is like literally, Joe must have been reading my mind because three days ago I was like, you know what's insane is that Nina follows Radchick Society. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally sitting at work because you had commented, and I was like, that's wild. Oh, man, dude, but I love what you're doing. I think that's so rad. That, well, I mean, no pun intended, but pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're too good. You're too good. Thanks for calling, Nina. I know we talked about this a bit, and uh, we were... We were just bouncing around ideas. I think I was telling you that there's there's basically other two two groups that I know of that are goal oriented and in, in promoting BMX for women. And I think it was uh, UK. Well, it's the one out of the UK. I think it's the one of the judges. Um, what's her name? Oh yeah, the the BMX it's, girls UK. Or ladies of BMX, something like that. Ladies of BMX, yeah, that's it. Ladies of BMX UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, perfect. Yes, yeah, it is. It is Christy, and then you've got Bloom, which you'd have to explain a little to me. I follow Bloom, but I don't. Uh, is that a partnership with you? Uh, no, no. So uh, Bloom literally blossomed into the Bloom uh, from uh, like a collaboration. Uh, Angie Marino and I started a zine. Um, I want to say it was like 2010. Um, she's been bugging me. She was like, why, what have, why don't you do the zine anymore? I had like a couple of like women's DMX little zines that I made. And it's a lot of work, you know? Um, and this is before social media. It was a lot of paper folding and networking and um, trips to Kinko's. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, uh, it became a lot to keep up with for me. You know, life gets in the way. And uh, yeah, so she was like the little tap on the shoulder I needed to like try to do something new so her and I started a, a new zine called Yeah Zine it's not that original we literally, literally mm-hmm. could not think of what to call it so we just called it Yeah <laughs> Yeah Zine <laughs> that's awesome um, so 
I, I guess I kind of, it was about a year and a half ago that I was watching everybody have fun and I was really intimidated to even start because who am I at 30 something years old to start one of these sports? It was incredibly intimidating. So as a way to, I guess, boost my own confidence, I kind of made the decision. I was like, all right, I had a dirt bike. I had a little TTR 125 that I'd always ride around the farm, but I kind of made the decision of like, I'm going to learn how to actually ride this thing. And um, to get the motivation to start riding, I started following all these women on Instagram that road, and they started inspiring me. But I also noticed that very few women out there were talking about like any sort of insecurities or fears when it came to riding. And I was like, if I'm feeling this way and I'm like having this barrier to entry of like wanting to start this sport because of my own insecurities, like there's no way that I'm the only person out there that feels this way. So I decided to start Rad Chick Society as a way to just, I call it like boosting confidence and like promoting authenticity. It's like just being real and honest about what the sport is and the you know the intimidation factor of starting and the more that I started it and got to hear other women's stories the less fear I had and like the more community I felt I was able to create because I actually understood who these women were aside from just being like some badass chicks that rode a bike (laughs) so yeah motocross kind of started it off and then um it's I'm just keep pushing my actually I should say I started mountain biking four or so years ago but um motocross was a thing that was like a big challenge to me that was similar to horseback riding and that that kind of like fires me up so it's slowly I keep pushing myself more and more and I just bought my very own first BMX bike last year so I mean last year last month last week I can't talk I bought my first BMX bike last week Joe well, last, after after oh, the, yeah. last that, weekend, that was probably July thirty first or something. You're probably right. <laughs> last month, right? So yeah, so I keep now that I'm in it and I get to see everybody and hear everybody's stories. It's kind of like built a lot of confidence within myself, and everybody else's story has been challenging me to just keep growing, which has been fun. There's the short yeah, answer to so your awesome. simple question. <laughs> hey, hey, Nina, thanks for killing it. And this interview is pretty much over because you just hit every single point <laughs> that I was hoping to. You're very, you're really good at, at uh, you know, play, tr- placing and explaining the question well. But I tried to answer it short so we would still have something to talk about later. But <laughs> oh no, I think you did great. That's awesome. You're the horseback riding, so that's pretty cool, Rich. Because I think everyone's got a different journey in this, you know. So that's that's pretty cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, everyone for sure has their own story. It's it's cool to hear. Yeah, I I think what's interesting about Jess is that uh, some some of us um, I don't want to say we focus on on the recognizable names, but mm-hmm. it seems to play out that way. So it's really nice that Jess is coming at it without knowing everybody she's learning everybody yeah uh, and she knows who you are of course um, but it, it seems uh, just I don't love this word or organic but it's it's coming from a good place that it's almost better that she doesn't know everybody you know what I mean it keeps everything in kind of 
at a level that works. Well, that was, yeah, that was what was so intimidating of starting is everybody knows everybody and everyone knows the ins and outs of this bike and that bike and how to do this. Or did you see so-and-so at this, at this race? Or did you see this trick? And I knew nothing and I still don't know a whole lot. So, and I think that's so exciting though. <laughs> that's, it is, it is because you have so much to learn, but when someone's coming into it and they know nothing, they're like, oh, this is not the place for me. So it's, I find it discouraging unless you're just a bold confident person but not a lot of people are so trying to uh put that and make that the norm is kind of what we're trying to do here at Radchick Society while highlighting the awesome people because like you because your people like you are incredibly inspiring as well I mean if anything I think what's gotten me through this uh while I'm still riding is you kind of have to let go and have an open mind and kind of just just letting go even just as a human in life is like one of the hardest things for us to do but especially when starting something new and you're so intimidated and um, I mean I just think it's great that you have built this platform that's not necessarily focusing on the top women and it's more about the community and all the the real emotions and things that come with it in the journey because there's a lot that like I don't really ever get to talk about until we have moments like this <laughs> you right. know? so um, I can really appreciate uh, what you're doing and I'm excited to see that it's uh, reached out to like a lot of women it's covered you know it just keeps growing and that, that just shows that there is a need for inspiration and breaking that um, barrier to entry you know and all the intimidating feelings like it's okay to feel those things <laughs> For sure. Thank you so much. Definitely don't. Yeah, I hope we can shred soon. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we travel every year, so we always run through Austin. Uh, wait a oh minute. Oh my gosh, Come on. well, you'll have to hit me up. <laughs> we leave uh, November, and we usually come home in March, and we're always running through Texas. <laughs> hey, Nina, it looks like I will visit you and the rest, the rest of my friends in Austin now. Because <laughs> I'm, awesome. well, I'm, I'm going to stow away in there. And they're uh, in Packing their van. Them in the, into the van. Yeah. But uh, that's so cool. So yeah. yeah. You'll definitely have to hit me up. I, I've got a mountain bike. I've got motorcycles. I'm like down to do it all. So oh. whatever you feel like doing. It's on, girl. On it's on. <laughs> Nina, so where are you at right now? Can you give us an idea of where you're at? A little bit off the subject of Brad Chicks, just for a second. Uh, where are you at with BMX or with the Olympics kind of uh, in limbo for next year even? We don't, we, well, we don't know anything, right? So uh, where are you at now with, uh, with BMX? You know, uh, I'm just going to be honest. Like I uh, got, you know, I had that injury last, I think it was last June, not this year, but like a year ago uh, at the Vans contest in Germany. I broke my elbow and I bounced back pretty quick from that in time to catch, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to go, but I went anyway to the world uh, in China, and I learned a lot about myself, you know, I just, I work so hard, and I do the same song and dance where I'm scrambling to get to these collective points and support these, the women's side of this uh, whole Olympic journey, and honestly, it's happening with or without me, and I'm just grateful to be a part of it and see where it's going and um yeah I think I'm pretty much done with that uh trying to 
get my, you know, it just, like, wasn't really working for me to have to work, like, three jobs to get myself everywhere and barely riding in between. And then what happens when you get hurt? Like, it's a real thing that you have to deal with. So um, I was able to get my hardware out during this quarantine situation and um, working on getting my strength back and just, I have a lot of gratitude and I'm excited to keep riding, but I don't know that I'll be participating in any of the future, like, Olympic journey points thing. I'll for sure keep it, you know, my, I'm going to be, like, everyone's biggest fan and, and like, watching it, like, aha, uh-huh. but, um, you know, I think that it's just where the women are going. So many of them have are so blessed to have all these opportunities and support now that those are the women that I think are going to run with it, and they should. Um, I just don't think it makes sense for me. It was just cool to, like, be able to have a hand in getting to, you know, at least up into this past November, um, you know, helping USA with points and stuff. And yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much tapping out from that <laughs> is where I'm at. But um, I'm otherwise still riding. Uh, I'm here in Austin. I'm exploring different types of two wheels. I got a mountain bike uh, and giving some love to my motorcycle. And yeah, just trying to enjoy bikes and you know this social distancing thing has really I think challenged a lot of us so uh, I've been you know I've been getting up super early to ride when there's like almost no one there at the park just to be safe and that's kind of hard because I love seeing people and sharing them on but um, yeah I still ride every day and this is uh, my new norm <laughs> you know just getting kicks for myself and cheering everyone on from afar <laughs> But I look forward to the day where we can all get together again and maybe road trips aren't not like a frowned upon thing, <laughs> you know? Right, right. It's a tricky time for sure. But, well, thank you for doing the things you've done because you were going to Switzerland, to UCI. I mean, you were all over the place in, uh, you yeah. know, helping and competing. So, so uh, thanks for that effort. It's, uh, I'm sure it's paying off over time in ways that you probably don't even know, <laughs> you know? That's wild. It's a that's a huge decision to have to make that decision, and I know like having my husband was a now is a formal former professional motocrosser, so like having to make that decision and not having those particular goals in mind is like a challenge. But like you said, you you've learned about yourself and you learn so much about yourself, and you know when it's time to move on and when things are worth it and not worth it, and it's just a big decision to make. Especially when, you know, you have people putting pressure on you and all of that. So kudos to you for making that decision to start a new chapter. Thanks, yeah. And you know what's so crazy is that I think with all the contests, like the surge and awesome events and, you know, opportunities for women, there's still so much that's untapped, you know? Like, there's still a lot of things that haven't been done, you know? Like, they're, you know, like I've we have yet to really see like a like a street edit by a woman you know there's like there's just so many different types of riding that you know I feel like I haven't even explored yet so I'm I'm just like excited to you know just kind of have a fresh start and maybe not so many events <laughs> yeah but well, I mean, I'm still going to be nerding out. I like, <laughs> you know, women's BMX is the biggest fan, but it's also just like, I need a break, <laughs> you know? A little recharge. Yeah, and also, you know, I'm on paper, I'm a bit older, I'm 39, and, you know, there's parts of my life off the bike that has been neglected for years just because I 
was like just drop everything for whatever event was going on and so now you know like I'd like to settle down and like figure out my life off the bike you know so that's like something that I'm considering now after all these times but I think being forced to slow down is when you start to contemplate all that you know yeah 100 percent I agree and I think it's pretty exciting I, I think you've worked so hard and started in your was it your mid-teens late teens that you started yeah, riding like 19 yeah which so it's amazing I mean it's it's almost 20 years straight right so it's uh yeah yeah so it's and you you've given so much of your time and effort so it, it's just it's good it's good to hear that you're still in it uh just in a different capacity you know Thank you for calling in. I was uh, I was really excited to to surprise Jess with this one, with you calling. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I like like Joe said. I'm still so new, so there's still so much I don't know about everybody. So I'm like I'm gonna spend all week like learning every in and out of Nina Pichago. <laughs> yeah. Ne- Am ne- I saying it right? <laughs> you you could you actually. Have my number now. You can call me anytime. <laughs> oh sweet, I do, don't I? <laughs> That's right. That's right. You're probably the, you're probably the one that you could Wikipedia out of all of us, <laughs> and your name would pop uh, up. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't even tried that yet. I'm worried. I don't know. What's on there. <laughs> I, yeah, you know what? You're right. Let's let's forget that one. <laughs> Snowden knows. Um, anyway, th- thank you very much. We have another surprise coming up for uh, for Jess here in a few minutes. So, uh, so yeah. Thanks for doing it, and you. Actually, this isn't mine. This is you and you and Jess. So uh, you guys can close up. Oh man, call. he was doing so good. Now I'm on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I'll just close it out. And, no, no, no. Thank you, thank you for taking the time to call. Thank you for all your support. Um, like I said, I'm like so intrigued. We'll have to get you on the Ratchet Society podcast and uh, get to share your story and all about you from a someone like me's perspective who doesn't know a whole lot because you've done I know you've done a lot but I think uh it'd be awesome to hear all the in and outs of everything you've done but totally appreciate you and your support and just everything you've done for BMX it's awesome Uh, thanks so much and I'm really excited for you and your journey this is going to be really cool um you know I'm always opening my mind to wheels of new kinds and that always means meeting more folks that are you know on their own journey too so um yeah thank you for sharing Red Red Chick Society and uh you know another beautiful way of building connections women always need more platforms like that so oh yeah keep it going totally thank you all right. Thanks so much. I hope, oh, I'm sorry. Hope you all have a good weekend. You too. Thank. Thanks so much, Nina. I'm, I'll stay in touch. All right. Take care, Joe. All yeah. right. We'll see you. Bye. Thanks. Bye, Jeff. All right. That was perfect. <laughs> she, so uh, before, you know, six more minutes till the next surprise call. <laughs> uh, so overwhelming. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's amazing. She really is. I. So, like I said, I'm still so new to everything. I've only... And and it's everything. It's mm-hmm. motocross. It's BMX. It's mountain biking. It's mm-hmm. So, it's like... It is overwhelming. I don't want to say overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot to know when you have people... Who, 
Alright, don't no. We're, we're not doing that. <laughs> don't worry about it. We're fine. Um we're there's good. a lot to know as far as people and what everybody's done and everyone's accomplishments and so I have to just digest it like one step at a time and Nina's one of those persons who's come up pretty early on, but I still haven't had the moment to learn all she's done. So yeah when I literally three days ago was sitting at work which I geeking out like man like I'm like Nina like follows Ratchik society I'm like she doesn't just follow like she actually like interacts and I was like mm-hmm. that's just wild and 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 she's busy like she's working yeah, multiple she's jobs she doesn't I mean I've, I I I I know she's she's always there for for you for us for for everybody so I I knew she'd be into this. We just had to make sure she was available, and she was, and she was psyched about it. So anyway, yeah, I, I would love to have you talk to her and get her perspective from your your standpoint of just... Newbie. My yeah. newbie mindset. <laughs> yeah, which don't minimize what, what you're doing as far as not knowing these people, because you're also sharing a side to the BMX people, uh, to motocross, mm-hmm. to mountain biking, you know, this is a BMX podcast. We really mostly just do BMX, but, uh, and I'm starting to shed that as well, as I told you. Yeah. And that's why, like when you asked, I was like, Oh boy, I'm not like a hardcore BMXer because I think that's one of the things with BMX, um, Mm -hmm. that I am kind of trying to squash a little bit, Mm -hmm. which BMX, you know, BMXers are core BMXers. They want to keep BMX core. Yeah. And whatever that means to each individual yeah. is what it means, but um, the only way for the sport to live on is for people to not be intimidated to get into it. Mm-hmm. So, right. like, there's nothing wrong with new blood, new energy, mm-hmm. new ideas, and I I know for myself, we were having this conversation pre-podcast, but mm-hmm. um, going to the trails was, like, intimidating, I mean, there's uh, that wasn't particularly a, an environment I wanted to be in, and I can understand maybe that environment isn't always the best environment for parents to want their kids to be in. Right. And it is what it is, but at the same time, like it's an awesome sport, and there's a lot of positive to it, mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of good people in it. So the more that we can, uh, you know break down I would say break down the barriers or break sure. down the uh um what's the word I'm looking for the the judgments the oh the just a well we could start judgment free zone <laughs> it's a good it's always a good uh phrase judgment free zone yeah you're you're uh if that's what you mean just yeah, opening like, it up to everybody the assumptions it, the you know the whatever stereotypes, stereotypes and, that's that's what I'm looking okay. for um yeah it's like break those down because there's a lot of good people out there I mean we've been to trail spots I've been to all the trail spots <laughs> like uh-huh. you know I haven't ridden them all but I've been to them all I've been around the people I've been around the communities like mm-hmm. I, you know we've hung out a lot with Sean at Grapefruit Trails down in Florida, oh, Florida. Yeah, um, yeah. we've been to 9th Street we've been to Hush I've hung out with all the guys from wow. you know uh, East Side down in Austin we've been to wetlands out in california i've been to oh gosh what's his name there's a guy out in phoenix who's got a crazy crazy trail spot like in his backyard like in phoenix in phoenix 
Yeah, like he's gotten insane. I don't even remember his name, but super, super nice guy. Yeah. Like ex-military. Like mm-hmm. everyone's really nice, yeah. but until you break those like insecurities or those judgments or those stereotypes, mm-hmm. you would never know. <laughs> no, no, and, and definitely uh, don't don't assume too much. As, no. as I know you're smart enough not to do this, but uh, you make catch a vibe off of someone and sometimes vibes aren't always caught correctly and people are much more open and and happy to to share time and mm-hmm. and just chat yeah any anytime not necessarily for for podcasts or interview right, but right. just in general so yeah i i hope you keep plugging away with this it's it's uh it's a good thing in the next call hopefully is coming in uh in a minute uh so now I'm nervous. I'm like, oh boy, am I going to know this person? <laughs> uh, yeah, you will. You, you will. It's, uh, <laughs> that's the, you know, that's the fun part about this because there are so many women, um, there's so many women BMXers. It's, I, I've done a few of these. I've done them with groups of women. So the caddy posh women yeah. together. Uh, I haven't, I haven't done enough though. I probably out of the 107, whatever it is six or eight maybe which is which is good seeing that there's not a ton of women in bmx of course we're still just talking about bmx alone but um i could do so much more and i'm sure i will you know there's plenty of people that i'll meet along the way maybe i'll meet someone through you Mm -hmm. and and get a different perspective because i don't trey jones must have been interviewed six times in the past (laughs) You know, since I did one with him, he's been he's been interviewed tons of times. Uh, yeah, Trey. But, yeah. yeah. So, but every, you know, my podcast was nothing like the the next guy. They're all and, different, yeah. But it, I got to remember that that really you're reaching out to people that, uh, and this is why I love what you're doing. People I don't know, and maybe you don't know them that well. That's the fun of what I get to do, and that's mm-hmm. my my little selfish end of it is like. Mm-hmm. I get to know so much more about these people because I'm not just sharing what I share on Instagram. Like I'm asking them like their life story <laughs> and then I'm picking bits and pieces out of it. Sure. Um, so for me, it's fun to actually get to know these people and same with the podcast. My goal with that is to go even deeper into just mm-hmm. like the average girl because it's, it's the average girl that the majority of people are connecting yeah. with, not the one amazing superstar that's done a million things for yeah. you know we need them both right but but again and and people people that listen to this regularly they've heard this a thousand times and i'll just say it a thousand and one um garrett burns uh really amazing rider he's the one messing around with uh suspension on bmx bikes now oh really riding you know big time ski mountain stuff him and this guy, uh, Ruben Alcantara, who is in Spain, and uh, Mike uh, Mike Bennett, I think. Sorry, Mike, if I got that wrong. But now people are starting to try different different ways to use a BMX bike. Um, oh, there we go. Here we go. Call number two. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? I don't know. Let's see. Hello? Hello? Who do we have here? <laughs> Caller number two, what's your name? (laughs) Hey, I want you to get. Is this a Joss? (laughs) Oh. That's 
That's my only wild guess. Oh, <laughs> man. That was a good one. What's up? Good morning. Hey. Hey, hey. Where are you at you this guys, weekend? I, I'm actually home. Oh. That's a shocker. Yeah, surprising. Yeah. Johnny must really have some work to get done because you're <laughs> never home. Johnny's working overtime. Well, <laughs> always, yes. We uh, will probably end up being at Kiko today, but uh, uh-huh. otherwise he has house things. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, you guys are mid-construction, right? Uh-huh. Our house looks ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's going to be awesome when it's done. I can't wait. Oh, for sure. I hope I get the first invite. Should we bid on the first invite? Seeing that I'm a fundraising, <laughs> I'm a fundraising kind of guy. So, can we uh, can we bid on bid on first look? I love it. You set it up. We'll make it happen. All right. Because I, as much as I trying to stop events, maybe I can just do this instead. But, Absolutely, I'll be your hype person. You set it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you for calling in. This was the second second surprise. I'm sorry, but there's no more surprises after this. Um, I don't know how many more I can handle. Yeah, right. We are we're we're gonna call a uh, a current rad chick, but she's a rad teenager. We'll do that at the end. I think I told you about that, uh, Joss. So uh, so anyway, yes. take it away. Uh, do you want to read your? question or do you have other things you want to talk about first whatever you want to do the, your uh, the floor uh, is yours i guess we'll start off with my question you had a good one you ready mm-hmm, yeah all right so if you could have any superpower what would it be and why i saw this one and i man i've been thinking ever since on it because i'm like i'm gonna be put on the spot and, <laughs> ah, i don't know so i think i've narrowed it down I don't know if this is a superpower. I don't know if this is a superpower, but I was like, I think I would like not have to sleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to like be awake yeah. and like go go go. I'm like I don't want to fly because that makes me nervous. Um, <laughs> I don't want to know what people are thinking. Not at all. Right. That'd no, be a little too much. <laughs> but if I could have like nonstop energy. Man, that'd be sweet. I, I feel like you guys already have that, though. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish. No, I, mean, I, I witnessed tired eyes this morning. Coffee. <laughs> oh, we're drinking it right now. Hey. Oh. Thanks, thanks, for pl- thanks for plugging that. <laughs> I, hope I'm leaving, I hope I'm leaving with uh, money well spent on a mug and, a mug and some beans. Yeah. If I do, I'll grab some for you too. Yeah, I, well, when when the next order comes out, I'm ordering some. I I slacked. I missed it. I know the mugs we sold out really quick, but we have new ones. I'm just gonna take hers. I'm gonna pay for it, but I'll take hers. <laughs> so, so yeah, you. You have to do that. <laughs> so, so you were uh, you were interviewed by Rad Chick Society. What number was Jocelyn? Oh gosh, I don't know. Jocelyn was Huntington Beach. That's about all I know. <laughs> uh, we were actually, when we did her interview, I was in Huntington Beach, California. Oh, my gosh. Um, and we were hanging out with the guys from Kink because they had just had the uh, the big BMX or the big bike expo down there. Um, I don't know what number she was. Yeah. But when I did that interview with Josh, Josh, I hadn't yet had the opportunity to meet her. We've been talking and talking, and I think one of the things I love about 
Joss, or at least with me. I don't know how she is with everybody else, but she's like the most genuine person and she just opens up pretty quickly. Um, she's just got like such a big heart that she, you can get to know a lot about her really quick. And so even just like through our messaging on Instagram, um, I got to know a lot about her and her personality and, you know, life. And so it, it made the podcast fun to do, but then now that I know her uh, even more, like we could do another podcast and have a totally different episode. <laughs> but she's awesome. You're well, awesome. I love you. <laughs> talking about you like you're not here. Oh. <laughs> Jas has got like a ton of love in her heart. That's for sure. Uh, I uh, love everyone. <laughs> you do, and you attract you attract people that that love back you know people that, appre- that people that appreciate you so don't stop doing that please you know oh, I, thanks you, guys i'll try <laughs> yeah i think did you just call me dad no i'm just kidding <laughs> I, I didn't but i i should have <laughs> <laughs> listen it's mr grom dad to you all right we gotta get rid of this father daughter thing because now it's confusing sponsors even right uh, that was the funniest thing in the world <laughs> do you guys know chi chi little girl i don't know her dad's name she they're from Providence. Well, she's adorable. And yeah. she, last week at Cody's, thought Adam, my husband, was my dad. <laughs> so now she, Sorry, she's, like, she's like 10 years old. And she's just like, where's your dad at? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. So, so that's going to be fun for the rest of my life. Oh, my great. husband is my dad. Right, right. <laughs> You are. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> you're off my insurance now, anyway, so you're really not that connected yeah. with me as far as a father-daughter thing. I got to cut strings at some point. Cut the ties. Yeah. You saw me go through that insurance panic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I did. You're lucky I didn't give you the the response that my dad would have given if he were if he were with us still. But, Figure it uh, out. <laughs> yeah. In, instead, your dad probably gave it to you. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> so, so anything else you uh, you want to talk to Jess about? I just have fun questions. Awesome. Oh boy, uh, bring them on. Yeah. Yep. All right. What is your spirit animal? Oh. <laughs> Gosh. You can have multiple. That's you. I've never thought of this. Ugh. I. You know what's funny is like I want to like jump to some sort of cat. I hate cats to be to be honest. Really? I'm not a cat person, but I want to say because I'm like I'm so quiet and I'm really reserved and I'm really chill. But like it's like when I want something, I want to like go for it. <laughs> okay. I don't because I I don't know. I'm not a dog. I'm not like oh happy. I mean I love everybody, but I'm not super outgoing in that sense. I feel like I'd be some sort of cat. Which is kind of odd, because I don't like cats. a little panther. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's a, I'm a panther. I, think she's I can a, dig it. Okay. I'm going. With, I'm going with hyena. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, what's yours, Dad? Uh, I'm my own animal. <laughs> he, I am. Like Dad. I, yeah, I'm that. a full. I'm an odd breed. I'm definitely a uh, a mutt of the litter. So of some sort of dogish, catish. Something is something. Anyway. Cartoon about that. Cat dog? 
Yeah, 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 right, right. I'm sure there's some some mythical creature like that around somewhere. But uh, yeah, enough about me. What else you got? Oh my goodness! All right, if you if you had one song playing in your head all day long, what would it be? Thunderstruck. No, I'm just kidding. So Wait. here's the funny thing. Like years ago, not too many years ago, only like four years ago, I started working at this coffee shop in. Um, St. Petersburg, Florida, and I'm working with this, like, total hippie chick, you know, dreads down to her butt, and she's, like, she immediately pins me as, like, this Kelly Clarkson girl, and I was, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not a Kelly Clarkson girl, and now, like, four years later, I'm pretty confident in who I am. <laughs> I'm, like, go for it. Pin me as a Kelly Clarkson girl. That's what, I'm down with that, but, um, so I'm, like, a total, I am just... I'm not like a hardcore chick. I don't listen to rock and roll all day. I, right now, like the song on repeat in my head is Girl by Maren Morris. And I feel like, uh, okay. I feel like it's every girl's anthem right now. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I feel like you let me bring out my countryside because I don't listen to country much anymore. So when I hear it from you, it makes you so happy. <laughs> I listen to everything. I, I, I love everything. I love punk. I love offspring. I love country. I love. I'll listen to anything, but yeah, I'm 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 totally like girly in my music. Okay, okay, sick. <laughs> which means Girl I'm gonna. Is red. Which means I'm gonna write down everything she just suggested. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, like my my favorites are I love Pistol Annie's. I love like kind of old school, kind of country. Um, I mean not that they're yeah. old, but Pistol Annie's are my favorite. Marin Morris, uh, she's yeah. a good new one. Um, Ashley Monroe, and then I love like uh, Chris Stapleton. Uh, it's just good, good shell music. Sounds sick. So, Scott, had you come into a country concert with us? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, why not? You gotta I'll... wear the cowboy boots, though. I have them. I bought them in Nashville. Oh. I was on a, a I had. yeah. I was on a a, uh, a work trip with customers that I can't tell you everything about, but it was. Uh, <laughs> You know how, you know, that main road in Nashville just never sleeps. It mm -hmm. just does not stop. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. They had a uh, cowboy boot store. And, it, of course, it was like buy one pair at some ungodly <laughs> amount of money. And you get a second pair free because they gouged you on the first one. So I bought a pair for myself. And then uh, I bought one of my customers. I bought him a pair, too. Uh, wow. And that's as far as I'll go with any story from Nashville. Because that was a... Y'all got boots. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I've got the boots. I'm re I'm ready. I'll do it. I own, Let's go. I own four pairs of cowboy boots, really? and none of them cost under four hundred dollars. Whoa! <laughs> Holy smokes! I will live. I will own nothing, but I will own a good pair of boots at all times in my life. <laughs> and a dirt bike, and a girl. BMX bike, and a mountain bike. That's all okay. I need: bikes and cowboy okay. boots. Not bad. Yeah. Sick. All right, I have one more question. All right, go for it. So, because you've already done so much with Red Chicks and it's blown up more than you thought, what's your next plan? Are you trying to go bigger and better? Do you have anything in mind? Is that a secret? <laughs> um. So, it. I feel like there's still so many women that haven't found us yet. Um. Mm -hmm. So I think there's still a ton of growth to be done. Um, I, 
nothing's a secret, but I work very much off of like spur of the moment ideas. Like I said, I'll sit quiet and then it's like I got an idea and I go. So um that's the panther in me. <laughs> but um yeah, my ideas and thoughts just come and when they come I act on them and most of the time I don't know what I'm doing, I just do. So it's I'm excited for this winter to be honest. Um we'll be traveling to some new places we're planning on going to like northern utah and colorado and of course everywhere in between but um i'm really excited this winter since we are a little a little bit bigger than we were last year to get to meet more people in person and that's one of the things that means the most to me is being able to make those personal connections much like joe was just saying with his podcast he would rather have an in-person you know, connection and in-person conversation than, you know, just on the phone or just on Instagram. So I'm really excited for that. But I was looking forward to doing a really big event this year. But just with COVID hitting, things kind of got, you know, all things were a little off. So that didn't quite end up happening. But we're looking to just do as many in-person events as we can. So Back in July there, we just did a downhill mountain bike day, a Rad Chicks downhill day. Um, that was really sick. Everyone had an awesome time. And I love getting girls out there that have never done it before and giving them the confidence that they can do something. Um, at the end of August, so this will probably get released before then. So anyone that's listening, August 27th, it's Thursday. We have an open ride day at MX23 in Massachusetts. So that's going to be a moto day. Even if you don't ride and you want to come down and see what it's all about, um, everyone's welcome. We're going to do a Rad Chicks ride day there. Um, but just, yeah, I'm just going to meet as many people as possible. Um, I would love to have the podcast more consistent and have more guests on it, but sometimes life gets in the way. But uh, I don't know. We'll just we'll just keep going and see where it goes. Hell yeah, cool. Well, you've, you've inspired so many people, and I don't think you realize the absolute extent of it. Like, there's, I mean, there's really no extent to it, or no limit to it. It's, it's crazy, because people come up to me all the time that um, aren't even sort of affiliated with action sports, and they're like, hey, let's do this podcast. What is it? <laughs> and then they get so excited, and they're like, well, maybe I should try snowboarding, or maybe I should try this. They're like, you know, things that they think they can pull and you've inspired them to do that and you've never even met these people, which is really cool. But I think that's awesome that you're trying to go meet everyone you possibly can. Yeah, it's a it's a lot for me. It's a, it's. I think that in person, um, I think not meeting in people, not meeting people in person kind of almost makes you like untouchable. So I don't want to be untouchable. I'm just like a normal girl. <laughs> I'm nothing no way, special. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, I think meeting people in person and building that relationship is, is so important, but, um, yeah, that's, it's cool. Cause there, there are so many stories I haven't heard and really all I get to see is the, you know, I get messages here and there from people, um, which are like, you know, mind blowing as well. So I, I don't get to hear all the stories and there's still so many more people to reach. So it's really, it's really cool. It's cool to see girls oh, yeah. like, hey, I decided to do this, or you inspired me to do that. Like, it's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's a feel good. <laughs> and you, you, you're you doing so much as well. Like, I think you've 
I think you've, like, made a different, a whole different scene for women in BMX. Um, just, you know, you're, you're out there encouraging everybody, girls, guys, kids. Um, and I think you've just, you were, like, so intriguing to me because I was like, man, this girl's just kind of like a normal chick. Like, she's, I mean, you're. No, she's not. She's not. No, she's not normal if you've met her, but I mean. She's not. You were like away from me. I like to be a normal person sometimes. You're the only one I know that could case three jumps in a row and make it through the entire line. You're not normal. You're not normal. None of us can figure you out. You can't jump a set of doubles right, but you can do an open loop. Like I just just stop. There was a comment on that last jump. Somebody that I was standing next to, and they're like, "She just pedaled to get through that last jump. (laughs) She was going for it." It, it, Joss, it was awesome. It was really awesome. I needed that. (laughs) And the crowd, the crowd that she pulled, like, so we're talking about the road recovery event a couple weeks ago, but the crowd that you pulled was just like Swamp Fest at the Open Loop or, um last year's jam on the first set i mean the crowd you pulled was crazy Let, I, mean, I have, like, I have awesome. a question for for joss here go for it um yeah and i i have this conversation with people about you in a positive way <laughs> once in a while okay um so we've talked about this and i think it's important for everyone to hear um so you did the open lupus one fest for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about um you can go to Joss's Instagram. You can see the pictures. I'm sure there's videos out there. But that was a wild thing. And we talked about that on our podcast of, like, you know, the kind of the mental state that you were in when you did it. But now that it's done, I know how people are. I know how guys are. Everyone's like, oh, you you did this. It's like, you can now do this. And people are going to keep pushing you. And that's anybody that's done one thing crazy. Then they everybody expects them to continue to top that. How do you manage those comments and those thoughts in your own mind to still stay safe within your own abilities? That's actually a really good question because it constantly changes. Um, But as of right now, um, I'm starting to feel better on my bike again, if that makes any sense. Yeah, Um, Yeah, you were like, you were timid for sure early in the year. Oh yeah, so timid. Because, um, because of the collarbone? Started. Sorry. What's up? Sorry. Because of the collarbone? Yes, very much so. Yeah. Um, but also because my mental state kind of matched my shoulder at the time. And mm-hmm. I was a little bit falling apart. And the people who know me really closely and the people who learned about it are the ones who know. But not everybody really knew because I kind of hide it in a way where I'm only positive so I can look back on that, if that makes any sense. Um, so I can get into that later if you wanted me to, but, uh, anyway, so, uh, I kind of, I know who to listen to. I know who to get excited back at, but not quite follow. And I know who has never seen me ride. And I know who's just like trying to hype me up without realizing my actual ability. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of like figured out a way to you know like there's certain people that I ride with who have seen me through all of my progress and I know they wouldn't put me in any situation that I can't do but then I try to bring it back to myself and I go well can I what does it take what's 
I mean, the risk versus the reward here, which we talked about a lot, both of us, um, yeah, with the podcast, um, and how I can try to make it happen while like running up to it to like check it out because there's some things you kind of just gotta do. Yeah. Well, everything in BMX um, is commitment if you're going for it. It's BMX, moto, like, all of it. It's full commitment. Absolutely. Which is scary, because if you don't, then you're getting hurt more so than if you committed and flew off the handlebars. <laughs> True. True. Um, yeah, I, I kind of just gauge who to listen to. And, and then I, like, question myself. Yeah. So it's just a matter of knowing yourself and then knowing the knowing your circle like knowing knowing who's in your tight circle and knowing who's in the exterior of the circle <laughs> yeah which is just as good but oh yeah you, so like you need everybody i gotta listen yeah for sure because like you need those outside people who have never really seen you ride but they're like yeah do it <laughs> you know really excited but well, for example there's a jump out here among island that um my goal was to hit by the end of the summer um they modified some things at Kiko, and uh-huh. I can hit that last jump if I work really hard at it. The last jump. The hip at the end? No, the 30-footer. What? They readjust it. Well, they put another lip. Yeah. So it's shorter in a certain spot. Oh, so it's a Long Island 30, which means it's 20 feet? I, I think. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just kidding. Any distance at the bottom of that line is huge. Well, you're, you're flying, too, so yeah. the speed is crazy. But So my goal was to hit that at the end of the summer. At the beginning of the summer, I wasn't going to make it at all. Like, I, I haven't tried it yet, but I knew I wasn't happy. That wasn't happening. After playing on these jumps and knowing I can push through at the, the Road to Recovery Jam, my idea is a little bit different now, and the people who are telling me I can definitely hit it make a little bit more sense to me now. They're, they're probably analyzing how what happened at the road to recovery gym and those sets and figuring okay. out how it'll work with what you're trying to do absolutely gotcha so this is one thing i so, do, i do with i'm sorry i'm, I'm cutting no, off. Okay. no it's yours when uh it's your podcast <laughs> all me <laughs> when uh <laughs> so i recorded joss going through the line and this is something that everybody should do and like break it down and understand how it works but I recorded you know took a video of Joss going through a line and she went didn't make it went back up and I was like all right slow motion like one frame at a time on my on your phone like you watch what you're doing Uh and like for example she was never you were never pull I forget were you never pulling up couldn't get the back end up up. yeah so you were just like yeah but you were still so, going fast. But, enough. like, you take it frame by frame, and this isn't anything you do, whether it's, you know, you're riding motocross and going through a corner, or the way you're standing, or the way you're sucking uh-huh. bumps up, going over jumps, like, and you, like, break things down, like, step by step, so you're like, oh, like, and you can compare it to somebody else that's doing it right, so you're like, oh, they're doing this, and I'm doing this, so this is what I need to fix, and you definitely changed after that run. Well, I had you as my coach that day. My <laughs> dad was busy. <laughs> I, I was a little busy, yeah. A little. I needed a stand-in coach. <laughs> All right, sorry. Sorry to intrude. intrude. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say it real quick. I'm sorry. I'm going to steal more time. I, I've talked way too much in this in this podcast interview, but I just want to thank all of you that we had a we had a difficult uh, limit to deal with. Uh, 
social gathering limit, which was 100. On, we're already at 7,000 that we earned that day for Road to Recovery. And I still haven't auctioned off a helmet that's worth a lot of money uh, and a couple other things. So I'm going to have them on eBay, I guess. So there's no reason why we're not going to hit 8,000 with 100 people. That's crazy. Uh, I'm sorry, let's say 7,000 with 100 people and then the rest will be online. So it'd be another, I'm sure, another grand online. But thank every, thank all of you for showing up and uh, those of you that were comfortable, you know, with the with the circumstances and uh, and helping make that, that happen as safely as we could. Could always do better, but um, but yeah, it, you guys were all amazing. And you guys are part of it. That's why I'm, I'm talking about it now. And the people that are going to hear this, for sure. So anyway, ca- carry on. <laughs> or are you set, Joss? Um, no, if I didn't have Jess showing me frame by frame, I probably wouldn't have slowed down to do that. Because I've, I've talked with them multiple times, and they've told me to do that. But because of where my head was that day, I was in the clouds. Um, having Jess come over and basically, like, look at this. <laughs> it helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely need that help. Well, you can rest assured you could probably ask anyone around and they have a video of it because you <laughs> because everyone stops. It's like the world stops when you go up and you roll in. It's like everyone wants to know what's going to what's going to happen. I don't know if it's a uh, who knows. Everybody stops, though. Well, so she's just got like so much determination in yeah. her that like everyone wants to see what what kind of show she's gonna put on in like in a good way because they know you're gonna go for it no matter what you know so they're like all right is she is she have it she, you know yeah what's what's gonna happen here right will there be carnage <laughs> yeah right no, always just said it way better than me but uh yeah it's a it's it's fun to see people get really excited and it's awesome um, oh, that makes me happy. I'm just happy to be around good people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's lots of lots of good people. Um, do you yeah. have anything else for Jess before we? Uh... I don't think so. Okay. Besides, thank you for everything you do for all of us and all the love and support and encouragement. And we need to return it just as hard back to you because you're killing it on everything you're trying. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> all right i'll see you all soon right. yeah i think we're and now that i have a bike we will ride soon <laughs> hell yes <laughs> have a good weekend thank you you too bye both of you guys have bye. a great day have a great weekend thanks Josh. talk to you soon bye thanks for <laughs> doing it take care yep bye you too bye <laughs> all right so there's your two surprises all right all right <laughs> i hope they were good surprises i hope They're you're good. uh you were happy with those Nina and Joss I mean other ends of the spectrum in so many ways but common just the, the thing that yeah the thing that amazed like, me about Joss when I met her like I said mm-hmm. she, you know a joke you know saying she's normal that's what's normal but she wasn't yeah. born in BMXer she which cracks me up and I thought it was a joke when I first featured her because I didn't fully know her um <laughs> she was a she was a cheerleader yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm like what better way to like 
have somebody or better person to have in BMX than someone who is a cheerleader. Like, I, it sounds like I thought she was joking. She was like, oh, I started off as a cheerleader. And, like, then yeah. I start going back and back. And I'm like, no, she was, like, a legit cheerleader. But, like, mm-hmm. the, the like, gymnast kind of cheerleader that does some that crazy stunts. thrown up in the air. And... So, it's like, for me, it was really cool. And, like, normal in the sense of, like, yeah, there's a lot of girls that are cheerleaders. But to see yeah. a cheerleader cross over into a sport like BMX was... Mm-hmm just you know yeah right. different for a lot of women to see and you know what's great about bmx and you'll you'll experience it uh even more so when you get your bmx bike out there and ride with women <clears throat> uh it uh it's a smaller group of people so oh, yeah. you, you'll always be able to find the right person to ride with on that particular day on those particular jumps mm-hmm uh, and, and, you know, women like Joss can, uh, are also so generous with their, their time and so psyched up for you that I think there's a lot of people out there that are, uh, they're just looking to, to help, you know, and at the same time help grow the scene. So the women's scene for sure. Yeah. So anyway. That's the one thing, like everybody's pumped for everybody and everything. And the, those that yeah. aren't like that right. there's a there's a rare few and you don't really yeah. need them around <laughs> or in your circle at least yeah right and, and you know I, I'm gonna ask you one of the questions I I've, when you put yourself out there you, you it can sometimes go different directions and I wanted to ask you if you feel like prepared for because this is gonna happen more and more as you go there's a there's always a critic out there so what I always explain uh, to people, they're like, oh, so sorry you had to deal with whatever. And it's like, no, but I appreciate it, but I knowingly put myself out there. And I knowingly, in the beginning, was not comfortable at all, but I put myself out there. But putting yourself out there, there's that risk. So have you had that happen yet? Or are you ready for the occasional thing that, that may bring you down, but it shouldn't because... The major, by far the majority of the people are behind you 150 percent right. <laughs> that's um surprisingly i mean not that we're all that big yet but mm-hmm. um surprisingly i have not gotten much of that i mean i if you're human and you have emotions little things are gonna like affect you or but I understand that everybody has different experiences, everybody has different opinions, and um, everybody's going to see things in a different way and think of things in a different way than you think of things. And especially on the internet, you can't fully express all of your thoughts in one story or one post. So you can say something a certain way, but still not fully get your point across the way that it's, you know played out in your brain so I haven't gotten much yet um I've gotten you know uh, comments about certain things here and there very few mm-hmm. but um and th- yeah they affect you in the mm-hmm. sense of um you're like man why did she see it that way or like that's mm-hmm. not what I was doing or that's not what I was saying or I thought that I made that really clear um but you have to it's human nature yeah. You're not going to please everybody. Right. It's going to affect me. I'm going right. to be upset over it for a day or two. Sure. Um, you know, but it's not going to 
stop. Like you said, you have to know that a majority of the people out there mm-hmm. are are behind you and are pumped of what you're with what you're doing. Um, and you just that you just have to stay true and stay your course as to what you believe in and do the best that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm I'm older. A lot of people don't realize that I. I'm, I'm going to be 35 this month, so a lot of people think I'm 20, and I'll take it. No, right, <laughs> not really right. 20, but yeah, the, I'm older. The... I've been through a lot of like life experiences. I've I've had my own insecurities and my own, you know, whatever, struggles, and not major struggles, but, you know, mental struggles with life and who I am and where I'm at and what I'm doing, and I'm at a point in my life where I'm pretty confident in who I am and what my... Um, I don't want to say purpose, but my intentions. I know mm-hmm. what my intentions are. And so the older you are, the more comfortable you get with that. And mm-hmm. it gets easier to deal with. Yeah. Versus if you're 22 trying to do this and critics are coming at you, then it's harder yeah. to handle. But yeah, definitely. It's, I'm pretty confident in where I'm at in life that, yeah, they affect me or mm-hmm. will affect me, but not to the point of, I can't do this anymore. You right. know? Right. <laughs> I think you project a lot of positivity too, which is huge. Away. I think you're doing a good job at it and you're not rushing it uh, you know this isn't even advice but um, for a while there I was just like hammering out the podcast week after week you know I may bunch them up I may record four in a weekend and then I, I had a month's worth and then I, I slowed down because I realized okay now I'm I'm doing it too much to keep other people happy, like keep that content going because mm-hmm. they, there was such a thirst for it. But it wasn't, I was starting to realize I wasn't doing really what I believed in and the people that I originally intended intend on focusing on. Right. So uh, you seem to have that together early on, which is great. That was actually, there was a question. Um, Should we hit it? Let's hit it because it goes right along with this in my my response that I'm about to say. Uh, who was um, it? It was Jen. All right. Oh, Jen Rose. Yeah, yeah. Super Jen. I love Jen. Uh, what's What's the hardest part of running rad chicks? Um, and this goes right along with our conversation here is like like I said, you have to number one is like you have to know. For me, I have to know what my intention is and how I'm going to stay most inspired to keep at this. So I get a lot of people, um, you know, like, oh, you should feature this person. You should feature this person. Why don't you feature this? Like, and it's not that I don't think they're a rad chick. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with everything. Like, I'm building a community the strongest way I know how. And for me to build a strong community, I have to be involved in the community. Mm-hmm. Um I can't be mentally or physically mm. be involved in every sport that's out there. <laughs> right. So right. Uh, in building a strong community, I, I'm a part of it. So I'm, I'm in the BMX community. I'm in the moto community. I'm in the mountain bike community. And yeah, here and there I'll feature snowboarders, even though I don't snowboard or, you know, and whatnot. Mm. But I have to just stay true to what keeps me lit like my fire I always call it my mm-hmm. fire because if I stray away from that then it's going to dull my fire it's going to dull my spark and sticking to it for the sake of somebody else I can't do it yeah right like you have to do something because you love to do it and yeah even though you love to support other people 
that doesn't always keep you alive. So right. there there has to be a selfish a selfish motive yeah. behind it to keep right. it going. And that's one of the things is like one thing is for sure like staying true to what this is and who I am mm-hmm. and what I have the availability to do. Um and the second half of that is like the hardest part is like keeping my mental energy strong. Sure. <laughs> Which I've done a lot of work on that previous to Rad Chicks. Like, um, negativity doesn't affect me too much. I'm a I am a positive person and I've read a lot of books and done a lot of like homework as I call it, of you know, keeping my thoughts in line and sure. in the direction I want them to be. Um, but like I call it my mental energy. I have to balance I enjoy my personal account and keeping my personal account my true and honest thoughts without the thought of who's watching from rad chicks mm-hmm. rad chicks is rad chicks and it has to stay community focused but my personal account i like to still keep that alive and who i am alive so balancing my mental energy between what i want to share as a person what i want to share as rad chicks um life of you know, going to work still. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, we travel and just um, along with pushing myself personally, like encouraging people on rad chicks, but also I'm, I'm still trying to grow as a person and grow in my own sports. So that like balancing that mental energy and not being consumed with social media too, too much, but yet yeah, enough to still be in the know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a long answer to that. <laughs> no, and that and, and, and that balance is is difficult uh, to find. And um, I guess if you were to, to to have a mission statement for Rad Chicks, what would you say would be your general mission statement for, for Rad Chicks? The, the thing that's kind of like always just stuck in my mind is I'm just I I, I highlight women to and promote confidence and authenticity within women in action sports Mm -hmm. and that doesn't fully cover it but like confidence and authenticity are like the two words that have held true from day one authenticity in the sense of like we're we're not like these you know not everybody's just some badass chick out there like Mm -hmm. that's bold and like ruthless and you know hasn't a thought or a care in the world like we're just girls we have insecurity. Like, guys, I say, talk about this with my husband all the time. Like, guys have insecurities. Guys are nervous. Like, guys have fears. <laughs> We're all... So, I think authenticity in the sense of, you know, just be who you are. If you mm-hmm. want to dress a certain way, dress a certain way. You don't have to dress in all black. And I always say the only reason I wear all black is because I'm a hot mess. And I smell <laughs> stuff on me all the time. <laughs> but, um... You know, you don't have to dress a certain way. You don't have to look like a BMXer to be a BMXer. You don't right. have to. You can you can listen to Kelly Clarkson and still ride BMX and moto. <laughs> like, or Crystal Annie, whatever it is. Crystal yeah. Annie. It's like, <laughs> you know, just be who you are. And mm-hmm. be honest about who you are and what you do and your thoughts and your fears. Like, you don't have to put on a front. Yeah. Um, and the confidence to be that person. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it's all about. It's not like, oh, we're fearless and we're bold like no we have fears no we're scared Mm -hmm. to death Mm -hmm. like (laughs) but we do it like we've built the confidence within ourselves to keep going and keep doing it and keep persevering so Mm -hmm. that's that's what it's about it's working i love that you do a variety too i know you touched on it a couple times but i mean i have gotten to the point 
think I told you this maybe when we were talking about doing the podcast, but I did an interview with an AT through hiker, and I've always loved the AT. I think the AT is, I've done sections of it. I had a dream to do it at one point in my life, and then I met my husband who doesn't hike. (laughs) So many, so many people have, honestly, there's so many of us that would love to The Appalachian Trail is what he's talking about for those who don't know the AT. Right. Appalachian Trail. Thank you. Which goes from Georgia Georgia, to Maine. Georgia, yeah, to Maine. Uh, And it's a a little over 2,000 miles, 2,300 miles, something like that. But, uh, yeah, doing a podcast like that was like, let's open this up and, and have people understand that it's it, it's not a scary thing, but it is a challenge. And, you know, it's a, it's got to give your mind such a break. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wish I... Well, I shouldn't wish. If I, if I wanted to do it, I could make it happen. Just like anything, any yeah. of us, anything you and I are talking about, and with people that are listening, anything that they may be thinking about, um, it can be done. If you want to do it, mm-hmm. maybe you've got to adjust things in your life, but oh, for sure. People always say that about us. Like, we mm-hmm. so for this is our I lose track of time 2016 was our first year, 16, 17, 18, 19. Holy moly, this is our fifth year this winter that we'll be traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, we pack up the van, we leave November through March, April, like however long we can handle being out on the road. Sure. Um, and we go, and yeah everyone's like oh it must be nice it must be nice or whatever you can do it but you have to adjust your life mm. to do it you have to have a way to cover your bills you have to be yeah. willing to not have a career that holds you in one place you right. have to be willing to not go out to eat you know and save that money for something else or mm-hmm. there's ways to do anything you want to do mm-hmm. if you're willing to make the quote unquote sacrifice to do it mm-hmm. right but yeah um, so the thing with the podcast, I try to do it as best as possible. But we've talked about people suggest, you know, oh, you should have so and so, you should have so and so on. The hard thing about that is that you have to have some sort of connection to somebody in order to yeah. have a good conversation with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I guess that's part of being a good podcaster and a good interviewer is that you can pull that out of somebody. Mm-hmm. But I'm just a girl. I'm not a professional interviewer. <laughs> so I, you I, know that. I find people and meet people who I've built some sort of mm-hmm. connection with. And um, it just makes for a better podcast. So that's my my question. In so that. we only have seven episodes. All right. Which th- this is what I love about what you're doing. It's kind of a multimedia thing with you. Mm-hmm. So you had a post up a day or two ago. And I'm not going to remember the name of of the rad chick. It was a, a it was a written interview. So they all are not, written interviews. I just phrase them in pretty much for the most part. But. Yeah. So it's it's digestible. It's uh, pretty much to the point. But there's pictures that go with it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I envy you that you can put together such amazing posts. But yeah, you you are really really good at making it just attract just getting the eyes on it so whenever i see yours i'm like oh man this is this looks so cool you like you drew me in to a written interview which is awesome so it doesn't have to be just podcast it can be the written interview Mm -hmm. part is there anything else that you that you have do you you have a website going for it because i never looked we have a website i haven't officially put my official radix domain i have the domain i've bought it but i haven't Mm -hmm. um put the money out to pay for it monthly sure. <laughs> but 
But, um, gosh, we have a lot going on. So let me try and think here. So it all started on Instagram um, Mm -hmm. because I personally found community on Instagram and was like, this is cool. Let's talk more about who these girls really are. Um, And then the podcast was an idea where I was like, I want to go deeper. Like, I want to know more about these girls. Like, whatever. What's your favorite place to shop? Like, whatever it is that they love to do. We've had artists on there. We've had... um, uh, someone that's a vegan on there we've you know I, mm-hmm. I like to touch on who these people actually are mm-hmm. so there's that um, and traveling in life is kind of sometimes I was on, out in Utah and I was like man we're only going to have this last week in Utah and we were planning on it being our last mm-hmm. so I was pushing myself to do a weekly podcast but I was like you know sometimes you just have to enjoy the moment mm-hmm. and live life and put everything else on the back burner and right. so the podcast took a, a hold for a bit just because I want to also enjoy and live my life sure. so um mm. and then we do we have clothing so this this shirt here mm-hmm. this is our stronger together shirt back in November I collaborate a lot with Adam my husband mm-hmm. um he's got he's the idea guy and I'm the executor is how oh, I like okay. to say it awesome so um he was he came up with the idea and the thought of let's let's put a shirt together and have the shirt all the proceeds from the shirt benefit the community and then it was like well let's have a rad chick design the shirt so we'll promote a rad chick because for me it's all about everybody supports everybody like the community grows when everybody is on board like i'm not like oh no you're my competition i'm not gonna even touch that Right. Like, I'm like, I'm all about supporting everybody. So mm-hmm. if we, our idea was let's have a, an artist that we can promote, help her. Um, they submit a design. We had a few girls submit designs. We picked one to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, we made these shirts finally. And even making the shirts, we work with um, Aaron, um, Space Station Orlando, BMXers down in Florida there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're their shop is mm-hmm. Space Station Orlando. Um, Aaron Sarkin, they're the like the original, um, original BMX house down there. Down there, um, uh, it was not, maybe not the original, but no, no, it was a um, oh gosh, Castleberry. Yes, Castleberry? yeah, Castleberry. That's the it. Castleberry house. One hundred percent. That's it. So, Chuck DG BMX mm-hmm. um, introduced me to him. So right. I make sure to support sure. those within the community. So he does all our shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the proceeds from the Stronger Together shirt here, purchase items, the goal is to like promote safety and help those, mm-hmm. like let's say there's a girl just getting into riding, but she can't afford boots yet. It's, it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's a BMXer who's like riding around with a hand-me-down helmet or yeah. doesn't have knee pads. Or yeah. um, There's also a lot of families and people that maybe they can't afford to buy their kids a BMX bike. Sure. Um, so the goal with the Stronger Together shirt is we take all the proceeds to purchase those items to help mm-hmm. rad chicks within the community. Right. Um, so right now we have a motocross boot giveaway. It might be closed by the time this is aired, but it's closing Tuesday. But we're giving away a pair of motocross boots. Um, we're going to be doing a, a helmet, a BMX helmet after that. So nice. yeah, we have, so we have the Instagram, we have the podcast, we have um, our Stronger Together giveaway campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some clothing, so that's on our website. Um, the coffee, we just did the coffee line. Yeah. Um, 
coffee was just always a passion of mine. Sure. Always had a dream of opening a coffee shop, but with our lifestyle yeah. and traveling, right. it just wasn't going to happen. Right. And for me, like when we're traveling, like coffee is such a big part of our day. It's like you wake up, it's like the start of your Isn't day. It funny? It's, it's... You're out like in the mountains. It just like amps you up for like yeah. for your sick day of riding. And, you know, I thought it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. to have a Radchix coffee line so we did that that's awesome are you out of it yet coffee nope still got some you left you the mugs yeah. yeah I sold out of the mugs which um, I just placed an order so oh, those nice. are coming in in a couple of weeks okay I'm like all over the place you're, yeah but you're, you're all <laughs> oh and then we're trying we do events as much as we can like I said I wanted to do like a mm-hmm. big event this year but COVID kind of threw sure. a little wrench in the plan so sure as I mentioned, we did the downhill mountain bike event. Mm-hmm. Um, we might do another one in the fall because there was such a positive, yeah. like, yeah. Um, and I try to do things where if you were, if you want to learn, come, come right. ride, regardless right. of what your sport is. Um, there's something for everyone when you go to a mountain, right? Uh, especially it's, Highland. I mean, Highland mm-hmm. has the BMX jumps. They have yeah. um, all kinds of skills areas. They have mm-hmm. the downhill trails. Like, there's right. literally something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's but. it's important, especially important when you have a get together like that. Yeah, speaking from experience, just because you know having it at a track, for instance, is super important because some kids may not want to jump gaps; they mm-hmm. just want to ride the track, but they really want to watch the guys jump. Right, it's a highlight for them. So it's uh, it is nice to have an all inclusive type of place. Yeah, and there's 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 mega gaps and mega jumps, mm-hmm. or there's just flowy fun trails, or yeah, yeah and if you ride moto mm-hmm. yeah, you can rent a bike so you yeah. every, if you ride moto if you ride BMX like if you're just interested in learning how to ride like mm-hmm. it's for everybody so trying to do as many events as we can and then again August 27th MX23 mm-hmm. we've got a moto ride day going down then just bringing women together like introducing people to uh-huh. everybody else and I learned for myself that I push myself more when I ride with women mm-hmm. versus when I'm riding with men who are just way past my league right so it's right. so helpful to get around other women sure. and ride with them you're covering it you're covering a lot more than i think you may realize i <laughs> or maybe you do realize it's, i uh... kind of realize but i'm just like i said i just have an idea and i go mm-hmm. and it's overwhelming at times because i'm like it doesn't stop yeah because i i'm like oh so fall's coming up and I'm like oh my gosh I need to get like I need to get jackets out I need to get sweatshirts out but I have the coffee and I need to get yeah, the new mugs yeah, and I yeah. need to sell the coffee and I need to whatever like right and I right. have this event and that event and yeah. it's a lot but it's also what I live for and I'm sure you pick, <laughs> you're picking what you can manage otherwise it wouldn't have happened so it's I'll just keep going until I can't and then I'll let that, some things go yeah. <laughs> But you know what's great about this is it's not your career. It's a it comes from the heart, so you can change it up any way you want, whenever you want, and you don't have to feel bad about it. Exactly. You know, I don't have anybody else's expectations to live up to other than my own. I so. hate that word expectations because it, I am the worst with dropping expectations from my mindset. I Every, um, I I think a lot of people have need some work on that. I learned to let expectations go my first year of traveling. Did you? I, yeah. I had this big idea. So the very first year we did our first winter away, um, we 
we're spending six weeks in Costa Rica and we ended up, we didn't really have plans, but we ended up spending the last three months in South Florida, in St. Petersburg. And I had all of these ideas of what mm. it was going to be like and how amazing it was going uh, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all of these expectations. Right. And it was the hardest yeah. five, four, whatever months of my life. Like, uh-huh. I had breakdowns. I, like, had minor depression. I had, like, I cried three straight weeks in a row. Like, mm-hmm. it was the yeah. most, my entire body went out of whack. My hormones went crazy. I gained 15 pounds, like, mm-hmm. overnight. Um, it was the most wild um craziest thing yeah 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 and it was all because of uh i had expectations this this (laughs) chuck right he's inside chuck Chuck. (laughs) all because i had expectations yeah so um expectations are difficult and i I don't do well with it so i'm glad yeah how do you and this is where ther- this is where therapist uh, Jess comes in. <laughs> but, really good uh, at therapy. Life you, coaching was my second career choice. Was it? <laughs> I, if you don't already, I I would uh, I'd help people with that. I'll be your first your first patient, your first client. It's a lot say. of mental work, though. It really it, is. It like, is. And you have it, to go through experiences. You can't mm-hmm. you can't learn anything in life without having gone through the experience first. Right. It's true. Yeah, you can't. You can't take it from a book, a paragraph in a book. No. You know, to experience the You can try the, the to apply it to your life, but yeah. And I, we right. always say, like, you need the lows to have the highs. Like, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't love certain things if I hadn't had the bad experiences with it, sure. you know? Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if I ever finished the, the thought. I'm really good for this. When we were talking about Garrett Burns and how people had heard it from me so many times that listened to this, uh, or I don't need to hear what people have done I already know what they've done with people that I may interview because I I seem to interview a lot of people that that a lot of people know uh but he was he brought up a great point that since he already knows that he wants to know about more of the person so that I really I really got in on that and said okay I I think about it all the time now when I podcast I'm more aware of let's talk about the actual person behind what they're doing that's amazing mm-hmm. but talk a little bit about the person you know the struggles that they have what they what they do just to keep things going and all the everything we've talked about today uh but i just wanted to bring that up really quick because the the best bmxers out there and he's the most listened to podcast by far ever because he he, he laid it out he just laid it out and said this is what it is screw bmx beyond bmx yeah it's life so uh and that's I, yeah that's yeah. where the relatability comes in like yeah. and you're doing this this is yeah, just that's a, what i try to do a lot yeah. of because right. that's where the connection happens that's yeah. where the relationships are made the community is made the inspiration mm-hmm. comes from for others yeah yeah definitely yeah there's a lot of power behind that right and and uh <laughs> You know, do do your therapy uh, through Zoom, like a, like the doctors do now, because hundred dollars a session. That would be on the low end. <laughs> I got the the insurance bill. Just <laughs> the insurance so bill. So I'm charging too little. The, I swear, the doctor. I had to switch doctors. Mine retired. I don't and trust doctors. So I went. And, uh, I'm not sure I do either anymore. <laughs> but uh, but this guy wanted to have a do it by Zoom. So you know, it's, I always think of like. <laughs> 
a newsman that's probably wearing shorts behind the behind the set. Yeah, yeah. But then he's got a suit, you know, a, a you know jacket on, uh, tie the whole thing. But anyway, this guy, we didn't even have a Zoom call because I still haven't updated my phone, so I can't I can't install Zoom. So I said, <laughs> sorry, we're going Facebook Live, <laughs> you know. So whatever. So it worked, but then I got the bill for the twenty minutes. It was four hundred and twenty nine dollars. Holy moly! And I wanted like I I grateful for the insurance it doesn't cost me that much right, to insure right. my family and so you know obviously it was a 20 dollar copay for me but i'm like what a sc- oh, i almost said scam <laughs> but it's kind of like what i sc- wanted to call it's not my money actually our insurance is self-funded at work so it, it did kind of bother me on that side because my work pays until a certain until they hit a certain point they'll pay that's their gamble so uh so they're responsible for the full 429 or 409, I should say. Uh, and then I got the 20 bucks. I got the easy end of it. Um, but yeah, that was crazy to me. Totally crazy. I don't know how I got off on that, but forget it. <laughs> um, why don't we do a few more, a few more questions because some, you've answered a lot of these and having, having the people that, uh, that asked a few questions kind of took my questions which are so this is great i'd rather hear them from them andrew uh, i believe we're talking about uh puerto rico andrea yeah right rubber banjo yeah yeah rubber andrea uh will you be at women's weekend this year and have you been yet i haven't been mm-hmm. okay so i would say i i like i said i everybody's gotten securities and a, it was a mix of you know not being confident in going right. but also yeah just timing of everything everything mm-hmm. happens in all sports in October yeah and it's kind of like oh, end yeah. of September you know it's always right. end of September there early October so because we're trying to jam everything I'm in trying to jam in like BMX mountain biking moto yeah. and everything happens within those four weeks um so I haven't been um am yeah. I planning on going a hundred percent um so long as it's happening right I hope it happens I hope I um little v dog there v said little 10 year old 12 year old 14 year old how old is she (laughs) she's older she's not 10 but she she was totally uh velicity yeah miller yeah she was like i'll put it on if she can if uh she did one through her she was fully uh, like down to host it so i think it's happening no matter what yeah she put an event on at her church did she tell you that no yeah she made up these signs this whole thing (laughs) I don't, I don't know who showed, uh, and you know what, the whole experience that she went through is going to help her for years forward. Um, but yeah, she tried to put on her own event through at her church property because they have ramps at their church. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And the cool thing is I think I've drawn, uh, you know, a lot of attention from other surrounding Mm -hmm. BMXers. So I think we can get a real good event once we get it going this year. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to go with Brittany at Little Brit Adventure Adventurous. Is that what it is? Little Brit Adventurous. Oh, okay. Love that. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. That's pretty cool. Uh, Where do you practice your mountain bike skills and which are a must? Uh, I want to put the hours in to really improve my skills. So I'm one of those persons. Um, I'm not very good at practicing. I just like to do. 
So right. when it comes to mountain biking, I find that I get the most practice when I'm just riding the same trail over and over. Like we have a handful of trails that we ride pretty continuously because there's only so many in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just find like week after week, month after month, year after year, when you're riding that same trail, you're like, oh my gosh, I couldn't go over that log crossing and I can do it now. And yeah, yeah. sometimes stopping on the trail to take the time mm. and ask I, like I ride with my husband a lot so it's like how do I do this what am I doing wrong mm-hmm. and just practicing it over and over but for me it's like ride ride mm-hmm. different places go different places ride different trails different terrains that's that's me that's what I do right um I also have the opportunity where I've ridden in from anywhere Connecticut to California mm-hmm. um so different terrain has definitely been helpful. You go ride in Florida, mm-hmm. everything's built in old old quarries. Yeah. So it's very up and down, tight, turny, and every different place I ride has definitely pushed pushed me and challenged mm-hmm. me. And then now I, I'm like, all right, I can't wait to go back there because I want to see how much I've improved right. just by riding other places. So. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing for me, and that goes for all sports, is just riding different locations, riding as much as possible. Yeah. Riding with other women, too, because they... Riding with someone that's a hair better than you, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, they took that line, or they're pedaling this fast, yeah, or... right, right. Um, it pushes you, it challenges you even more. Right. So that's been really beneficial, too, the, the handful of times I've gotten to ride with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to keep that going because there are a lot of women in the Northeast, for sure, uh, that uh, that can get together and um, and ride. Mm-hmm. I could think of so many. Oh my gosh, Becky Weasel. Yeah, yeah. She just started riding motocross. Did she? Yeah, she started this year. She got a bike. No way. So she's been doing that like oh, every I weekend. I, <laughs> I think I did see that on her Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but there's uh, another another uh, woman, Heather uh, Jessic. I think is how you say her last name. Um, she does tattooing. Uh, I think she either has her own shop or maybe I won't say a chair like a salon, as yeah, if yeah. I as if I'd know much about salons. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, she's in a spot where she absolutely would love the same thing that you're describing. Someone that's a hair better than her, mm-hmm. just keep pushing her, pushing her through. So yeah, if everyone, if you keep working on it, and you may be the kind of the the puzzle maker the the connection hub yeah yeah (laughs) that puts it all together not that we want to put that expectation on you (laughs) although now i've learned that you you know how to handle that expectation so so maybe no expectations there's no such thing (laughs) there you go you're gonna fix me before i leave here i'm not gonna get out of here without changing my changing my view on this so jessica uh is that how you say your name vorheis gosh i had her on the podcast and i forget how Voris? Voris, yeah, it sounds sounds right. I, I did listen Sorry, to that yes. one, and that one was really good, too. Uh, but she wants to know, did you and your hubs, I'm sure she's talking, talking about your husband, uh, meet because of BMX, and what is your favorite BMX dirt bike, mountain bike, Handful and, of and why? Yeah, and what made you start Ride Chicks? I'm going to, uh, did you answer what made you? Yeah, we. I think we talked about that, but I can repeat real quick, and I, I won't go too far into detail mm-hmm. to take up too much time. But um, what made me start Radchicks was literally 
a, a semi-selfish reason, I say, mm-hmm. but also thinking of other women, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to dirt bike. And this goes for everything. Mm-hmm. I wasn't scared about all the sports. I never rode with other women mountain biking because I mm-hmm. never felt I was good enough. Right. I didn't want to slow. I don't want to slow anyone down and ruin their good time. It's like my mindset. And I'm sure a lot of other people feel that way. Um, Which is not true, of course. No. And same with motocross. I'm like nervous about getting, I'm just getting out on big tracks. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to get in anyone's way and ruin their good time. What if they're putting in a fast lap? What if they're like, gosh, this slow girl's in my way. What is she doing out on the track? Like, I'm sure you've been around it enough to know if there's a blue flag. Well, they don't put up flags when you're practicing, right? Well, but, uh, they, but uh, it's, most of the open tracks will have flags. Oh, they do? Just for safety purposes. Nice. Yeah, on the dangerous areas. Oh, so it'll tell you when to just cut it out or just maybe yeah, slow down move yellow over flag. whatever yeah if you got someone hammering behind you not necessarily blue flag but yellow flags if someone's down or yeah i got you but yeah it's intimidating so yeah I... that went for all sports and um yeah so i i got to this point where i was like so i'm a bit of a loner i'm very mm-hmm. much a loner i'm really reserved i'm really uh i'm an introvert i love i like being by myself as much as i love being around other people isn't it, isn't it crazy uh, I'm very much an introvert, and no one believes it. People are... I think Joss said that about me, too. She's like, mm-hmm. no way! Or a lot yeah. of people have, and I'm like, I can carry on a conversation these days. I used mm-hmm. to be really shy and not be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um... I'll be back. I have to go yeah, I have to go 35 acres to get this piece of paper. <laughs> that flew away. Bye, Joe! Yeah, right. See you later! Go, go for um, it. So, yeah, I'm... I was, you know... Kind of a bit of a loner. Mm -hmm. Didn't really have much for friends. And I just never really related to normal girls in normal life. Uh So I started coming across these motocross girls who I would seek out on Instagram. And a lot of the girls were like, I have no idea how I started finding, how I started following you. And I'm like, that's because I was stalking you and (laughs) following you. So, um, yeah, I, I would seek girls out and find motivation through what they were doing what they were doing and Mm -hmm. then it kind of got to the point where I was like man like that's like who I am like I I do a lot of what she does and we seem to have a lot in common and I started to realize that like those were my people yeah (laughs) all these years I'd never really found my people and Joss uses that phrase a lot because there's so much truth to it yeah yeah it's hard to relate to the uh, I mean I enjoy shopping I still Mm -hmm. enjoy my mom's a hairdresser like I worked mm-hmm. in a salon for years like I'm still girly in some aspects but mm-hmm. that's not what I find important in life mm-hmm. um so to find people who found more importance in activities and challenging themselves and being outside having whatever having campfires having wine by the campfire and then waking up and having a day at the races or a day yeah. at the track or a day yeah. in the trails like I was like those are my people mm-hmm so, um, I made this, like, I had this decision in my brain kind of, like, switch. So, this, you know, right. light switch go. And I was like, all right, I need I need to be in this. So, right, how do right. I get in this? I have to ride. Yeah. How am I going to yeah. build up the confidence to ride? Because I am so... I started riding in, like, whatever, a t-shirt, jeans, and, like, my cowboy boots. <laughs> and I'm, like, looking like this goon out on the kids' track. And... Um, yeah, I just, I had to push myself to ride. So in order to overcome those insecurities, which uh-huh. nobody was talking about, I started Rad Chicks 
I started talking about them. I created mm-hmm. Rad Chicks and started talking mm-hmm. about them. And it was just a way to overcome my own securities, but also understand who these other people were mm-hmm. and kind of start bringing relatability and community to all the sports. Sure. Gotcha. You know what I forgot? Did I give you, did I send you the phone number for Callie? If not, I'm going to pause, save, mm-hmm. grab the number because I told her we were going to call. No, not I don't think her. so. I told him. No. Ben, that we were going to call her. That's okay. I'm going to stop, save, and then we'll call her, mm-hmm. and then we'll finish the questions and wrap it up. But um, she's, I bet she's been waiting by the phone because I gave her a bad time. Hey, that's because I'm. Um, talk too much. <laughs> you. Come on, you got two people together that both do the same thing for fun. So it's, uh, anyway, let me, uh, actually, I can just shut this down this way. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, just wanted to give a quick shout out to Powers Bike Shop for continuing to sponsor the podcast. Hopefully you guys have been watching the Powers Bike Shop YouTube channel, which is uh, has been doing for a few weeks now a game of bike. And it's uh, it goes by rounds, winter advances, and I'm not sure what week they're on or if they're doing the championship, but either way you could go through the history, uh, look back at the, the first the first uh, matchup all the way through to the current one. So check it out. Powers is really doing some cool stuff right now, and it's all available on YouTube. So thanks, Powers, uh, for keeping that scene rad and supporting the show. All right, let's get back to it with Rad Chick Society. All right, so welcome back. We uh, we were ready to make a, a phone call to a... Uh, a rad chick in the making. Actually, she already is a, she rad, is chick. a rad chick. Yeah, she's already a super rad chick. So uh, here we go. We're gonna give uh, Callie. I think is how we pronounce her name, right? Yeah. Callie Atchison in Connecticut. And uh, let's see what happens. Hi. Hey, Callie. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm Callie. Good. How are you? Good. We got Jess. Jess here, Joe here. Everything good, Callie? You at the trails today, or you, you're? I'm. I don't think I'm gonna go up there today, but probably most likely tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you worked hard in getting all those trees out of the way, right? Yeah. The first day, I went and helped my dad and Josh. Right. Right. That's awesome. So now that you guys are all done fixing it up, I'll come ride. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's something. That's my controversy for the day. Um, but yeah, you guys have been crazy there. I went last week, built some stone walls, but it's, uh, it's coming along really, really fast. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have you talk to, uh, someone that you, is your hero, but I think you're, you're her hero as well. So, uh, I'm going to leave you two to chat. (laughs) So it was really cool getting to meet you. Yeah, you too. We didn't get to talk too much, so tell me more about yourself. You used to race, right? Race BMX? Yeah, I, I used to race when I was younger um, a lot with my dad and my sister. 
And how long did you race for? Um, well, I started when I was on a strider, so when I was really little. Whoa. And then, so, like, about second grade. Wow. Second would have, uh, you would have been like, geez. That's pretty cool. That's quite that's actually quite a few years to like be able to build all those fundamentals. That's the cool thing about the striders these days is getting to see all the kids starting so young and like building those balance fundamentals. I'm sure that's helped a lot. And then you took a little bit of a break from riding, right? Yeah, I took a break and um starting back up again now. And when did you when did you start riding, like now, recently? Oh well, um, I went to the ride for the recovery event, and I rode a little bit, and I was like, I have to start again. So you literally started riding that day. Yeah. Back up! Wow, I was thinking you'd been riding for a little bit because I mean you were you were killing it out there. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. And you've been working on some trails. Your dad has some trails. Yeah, we've been working on them. Do you know how to build jumps yet? Or are you learning? Um, I'm learning. It's kind of tricky at first, <laughs> but I'm learning. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know yet either. So there's quite the yeah. process to it, and I, I don't like to be the one to mess it up. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, super fun. What's uh, what's been keeping you motivated to ride? What what made you ride and be like, oh, I gotta ride again? Um, well, really just like, well, I was on the track and I just realized how fun it was. I was like, I really missed it. That's cool. Do you know Do you know other girls that ride, or are you just starting to to slowly meet everybody? Um, well, I kind of remember some people, but I'm starting to get to know people, other people. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't been to a race yet, okay. but... When you do that, you may see them, you think? Some people that you knew from before? Um, I guess some people, yeah. Got it. Got it. And how old are you, Callie? I'm 13. 13. Wow. So what's your favorite kind of riding? I mean, you obviously kind of, you've done some BMX racing and you've been around the trails, your dad rides. What are you most excited to get good at? Um, well, I want to get good at racing, but I also am excited about the trails because I want to learn how to jump. Yeah. Which I've been practicing. That's fun. Yeah, I've been practicing that a lot. I've been riding on my road, practicing my bunny hops and stuff. Oh boy, she's going to have to teach me some skills. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and that, in that line on the right side at the Boulder Trails, that, that line is, is perfect for you and me. I'll ride that with you all day. But yeah. uh, it's a good learning line, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, I only wrote it a couple times, but it was, it seemed right. Yeah, I, you know, I have a video of it uh, that your dad sent me, and uh, I'll show that, I'll show that to uh, Jessica when we uh, 
before I leave here. Hi. Um, anything else you want to ask her? Um. So did you you just started following Rat Chick Society? Have you been um, enjoying the girls' stories? Have you gotten to see some of them at all? Yeah, they're really cool. I always look at the stories and stuff and the post stuff. Awesome. It's really cool seeing, seeing everyone's story and everyone motivate each other. That's cool. That's the goal with it. So, have you um, come across anybody that stands out to you? Sorry, they, like, um, put, that puts you on the spot probably, a bit. <laughs> probably Jocelyn. Yeah? <laughs> Had you met Jocelyn before? Um, the, yeah. You have? I met her I met her like two times, I think, and she's really cool. And um, I follow her, so I always see her posts, which is really cool. Yep. Yeah, we just had we just talked to her a little bit ago. On here. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely motivating and inspiring for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, oh, actually, I was thinking maybe. Uh, Maybe you could invite her to the uh, to one of the events you have coming up because you have a mountain bike event. Is that right? Uh, we don't have it set or planned yet, um, but we are considering doing another fall downhill mountain biking event. Have you ever been downhill mountain biking? Um, no, I have not. No, I think you would probably have a blast. So we'll. We're thinking about doing that again in the fall. We just did one in July, and that's a ton of fun. So many girls getting together and riding, and then we're doing a motocross event in August here. Um, but yeah, keep your eyes peeled. We're, we're going to keep trying to put on events, and hopefully we'll get together soon and ride. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm sure some trail jam will come up. Yeah. Uh, and definitely you should go to uh, Women's Weekend when that happens out at the trails in Pennsylvania. That would be a, a great time to go. Yeah. And meet up with a lot of girls and women that ride. But uh, I'll make sure your dad brings you everywhere. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we'll get you in the loop and you'll be, you'll be the next girl to uh, keep inspiring everybody. Sounds good. <laughs> Awesome. I think we're we're good, right? Yeah. You good? Thanks for chatting with us, Callie. Of course. Have fun. Have fun out there today. Thank you. I'll catch up with you soon. I'll meet you at the trails. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I didn't realize that was her like first day back. Um, I didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> Her dad yeah. said, oh, she's she's just getting back into it. I thought she'd, you know, a couple months back into it. Yeah. I didn't realize that was like her first day back on a bike. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I, I, I don't know. what I, I knew it was, you know, within, yeah. I thought it was within a few weeks of it. Right, I didn't right. know that was it. So she, I'm pretty sure those days are a blur, as you can imagine. Uh, just like they are, well, no, you know firsthand they're a blur. You, know, you put these things on, blur. yeah. So, a blur. <laughs> right, but I could have sworn I saw, and maybe even videoed uh, on the straight rhythm that I built or we mm -hmm. all built. Uh, I think she raised her dad. I'm almost positive. I know she was. I know she did it. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably her dad. Yeah, yeah. But I was definitely. like, I thought she'd been riding because she was like 
out there like like she'd been riding forever i think that so bmx really cool. muscle memory is it's there. there especially when you start it on a strider yeah yeah and that's awesome yeah and when she raced uh her dad had a, a team called stampede mm-hmm. and uh i'm sure i would imagine she was pretty involved in it yeah her dad ben he uh he was actually the state commissioner for bmx for a little bit oh really yeah yeah and that's a hard job. talk about thankless that's so he's been really involved in BMX. He's a, he's a really good guy. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Maybe he was who I was talking to. I like Beard, I said. I know uh, who I know who he was in the sense of a mm-hmm. separate conversation. But yeah, yeah somebody yeah. was talking about being a commissioner. Yeah, yeah. That probably would have been him. There's not many commissioners that are also active in riding. Yeah. Uh, so he, him doing both. Plus, of course, I, I believe he's an electrician, but he's full, obviously a full-time electrician. But um, yeah, he uh, he finds a way to cut out some time. He'll be at the trails at 5.30 in the morning mm-hmm. before work or, yeah. or maybe early on a weekend or whatever. But anyway, he's he's a fantastic father, and he'll he'll get... That's what I was saying. It, it's it's not going to take much arm twisting to get <laughs> to get him to bring her up Anywhere. to uh, Island or, or whatever it is. Yeah. But uh, so I got a couple more questions for you, and then we can, we can wrap it up if All you right. want to. Uh, see how fast time flies it well well, we stopped at two hours i think somewhere around two hours um all right so we're good talkers we can go all day (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely all right i'm going to you know i don't feel like i heard the answer i wanted to go back to jessica uh vorheis Mm -hmm. we decided we were going to say (laughs) pronounce it um either way vorheis vorheis thanks i think that's what it was um how did you and your husband meet? Because you're both action sports addicts. So how did you how did you meet? Um so yeah, it was not through BMX. Um that's kind of a long story, I'm sorry. Reader's Digest version? <sighs> Let's go. Here we go. Wait a go. minute, you probably don't even know what Reader's Digest is, do you? I, I didn't read it, but I know what it hey, was. Okay. <laughs> um so in high school, way back to high school, um <laughs> I dated somebody for like a bit like three years or whatever um he was a motocrosser and he worked at a motorcycle shop adam also worked at that motorcycle shop keep in mind adam and i are nine years apart in age i'm nine years younger than him so um at this time i was 16 and he was 27 (laughs) whoa so um there was no no romantic connection or anything like that but we Mm -hmm. used to go actually you know, motocrossers, it doesn't matter how old you are. Same mm-hmm. with BMXers, um, everybody's friends. So we actually together had gone out on a couple double dates and then I would visit my boyfriend at work or bring lunch or whatever and, you know, see Adam there. So I knew of Adam and we'd gone on double dates, What, whatever. Yeah. Um, that was that. Adam was always like that, that nice friend, like, you know, mm-hmm. when you're young there's not too many people who you know kind of stand out to you he was just a nice guy so seven years later completely unrelated um somebody i worked with i was uh, i worked in the mohegan sun arena i worked in event operations Mm -hmm. and one of my good friends there was actually talking to chuck chuck goldie i remember Mm -hmm. i think it was an arena cross event that happened to be there and I was just kind of like, oh, like, 
I know Chuck. Like years ago, we used to hang out. Yeah. Um, and then I think I may have been single or maybe a little bit long, you know, further along. Uh, I find out that my friend also knows Adam. And they used to, they had met like at the bar or something at Mohegan. Yeah. Adam finds out I'm single. It turns into a, you know, two o'clock in the morning one night. I'm out with my friend there and Adam's like, you guys should come up (laughs) to the house. And yeah, so we met completely unrelated to any of the sports. Mm -hmm. But I also knew of him. As a, as a person prior because of the sport. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of met, hit it off pretty much immediately and life started. So yeah, we've been married 10 years as of last month, uh, last week, whatever, a weekend or two ago. Um, and together for 12. And I what, I've been around motocross forever, but I wasn't in it. And so mm-hmm. I just being with him and not being the kind of wife that wants to sit on the sidelines i just slowly mm-hmm. have immersed myself into it all over the years right right yeah. in your own way which is really cool yes um all right so her other question that i don't i don't think you answered um because i asked you three questions at once that's a real novice uh interview <laughs> move i'm supposed to do one at a time but anyway she uh jessica wanted to know what your fave is bmx dirt bike mountain bike and, and why uh boy that good luck with that one uh that one's easy for me really uh yeah that would kill me That'd be hard yeah movie. um every every sport is totally different for me mm-hmm. so as i mentioned earlier um dirt biking it's my favorite it's the one i've been doing kind of not so long mm-hmm. um it's my favorite because it reminds me so much of horseback riding oh, um great. i can get on a dirt bike and I can picture being on a horse, (laughs) getting into jumping position and like going over a jump. And so like the form is very related, relatable, um, just, um, technique. I think that's the biggest thing. And that's why I started to get into BMX or I got the drive to want to get better at BMX because it can help me so much in motocross. Um, but it's very much it's a beast like horseback mm. riding has your horse who has a mind of its own and you have to learn to train that and work with that horse and be one and i think motocross to me my bike is so it's so big it's so heavy yeah. and it's a lot to handle mm-hmm. and in order to ride it i have to be very particular and very good and in the right position and all these things have to happen for me to be good and it just challenges me in the mm-hmm. way horseback riding did so that's why it's not even the sport or this or that it's just my background and what I was used to and what challenges me and what drives me and that motocross has been it but it also ties into everything else like all the other sports where mountain biking to me I'm I'm better at all other things because I spent four years on a mountain bike like mountain biking is like exercise it's endurance it's Mm -hmm. it's hard cardiovascularly for mm-hmm. me um but I like that challenge too so yeah. they all tie into each other and they all help each other and because I've gotten better at one I've gotten better at all the others I so, love that that makes so much sense it really does the I rode I rode 
like if anyone wants to like get better at mountain biking get on a dirt bike (laughs) i've been mountain biking for four years but i spent a couple months on a dirt bike and being on that big machine has made a dirt uh mountain bike feel like a little toy i could never jump never wanted to jump now that i'm on a dirt bike like i caught air on my bmx bike first time i got on it last week i was like i could never do that before so it's like and still had the balance. You had everything set. They're all intertwined, and they all yeah. help each other. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Learn something every day. And everyone always talks, or motocrossers talk about BMX, like how are the two relatable. Um, on a motocross bike, you have bigger tires. You have, mm-hmm. sus- and same with mountain bikes too, but you have bigger tires. You have suspension. You have a throttle. You have things to adjust any sort of mistakes and impacts. Right. Right. On a BMX bike, you have your two wheels yeah you don't have suspension you don't have a lot of people don't have brakes or the brakes aren't exactly Mm -hmm. effective right they're kind of there for a backup but they're not gonna save you right right (laughs) um and so like everything you do on a bmx bike is like multiplied Mm -hmm. and so your precision has to be on point or Mm -hmm. you're on the ground yeah and so the more precise and better you can get at BMX, the easier mount or easier uh, dirt biking is. Uh huh. Because you already have that accuracy. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes, yeah, I like it. It makes sense. Makes total sense. All right. Last question from uh, I, I believe I got them all because I scanned through and these look familiar, so I think we got them all. Last one is from Danielle at Bourbon in a Teacup. I like it is bourbon and teacup. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. That that is that's an awesome handle. Um, let's see. All right, I can't wait to hear this episode. I'm new to BMX and Jessica and Radchick Society have been a huge source of of inspiration for me. Are you ever afraid of pushing your limits on a bike, whichever one you happen to be riding? And if so, how do you overcome it? I love that question. <laughs> all of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yes and all of them um i'm not i don't look at myself or some people are adrenaline junkies like joss who we were just talking to is like she's that determined like she's gutsy she's ballsy she's willing to send it i'm not (laughs) (laughs) um i have a lot of fears i honestly don't I, i realize that getting hurt is naturally part of any thing you do but I don't Mm want to get hurt I'm not looking to send it Um, I focus on skill and technique over any sort of sentence Um, and I try to uh, push that and that thought process with a lot of people Um, I've been hurt I've being a horseback rider is just telling Joe off the podcast like I have broken my back I have um, bulging discs and I don't know what my spine is but in my neck and in my mid spine and I have a destroyed shoulder like I know what getting hurt does to you long term and I want to be active as long as I can be active as old as I can be active mm-hmm. and those injuries only get worse with age so if the safer I can ride the more fun I can ride the longer I can have fun for so mm-hmm. yeah I'm not I'm not down with pushing limits in a dangerous sense so I am fine with taking my progression slow um every day is some sort of little win um whether it's like you were practicing your form or you were practicing I mean every bike is different sure but 
I like to practice technique and I like to learn and understand why things happen and how things happen and how I can be better to make it a success. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, not, <laughs> I don't push my limits. I mean, I do mm -hmm. little by little. Yeah. I mean, right. you look at where you were a year ago and look at where you are today. You obviously pushed your limits if you progressed. Um, but I'm not looking to push my limits of like, Hey, do you think I can, uh, hit that gap? Unless I've already, you know, cleared a tabletop sure. successfully a hundred times. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, you have to know your, like Josh was saying, you have to know yourself. You have to know those around you and who, who to trust, who to listen to, know what your capabilities are, know your skills mm -hmm. and know what to do when things go wrong. If you don't know how to correct yourself when something goes wrong. I mean, sometimes you don't know till you've done something. That's usually how it happens. You learn yeah. the best lessons in the in the bad times. But um, right. yeah, I try to be prepared for those things as much as possible. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and I think it, it's smart. But it, you know, obviously, everyone's at a different everyone's at a different point in progression. Whether it's mm -hmm. because of age or just skill, newness to the sport, whichever one it is, or all. Yeah, I haven't it's... been doing this long. I started riding at thirty four. Mm hmm. I started mountain biking maybe at 29, 30, but for me, mm -hmm. mountain biking was more so endurance and gaining the pedal sure. strength because that takes years yeah. to gain. Yeah, it does. Um, but the skills part, the does jumping it? part, that's I'm um, just starting to get the like desire mm -hmm. to want to do that. Yeah. You know, thank God for places like Providence Pump Track. It's a great place to go. Uh, Cody's right has some good lines for, yeah. for people that are learning or and just that's the warming thing, if, up if or you whatever. are learning and you don't know you don't know Cody yeah you don't know Vic you right. don't know GMT like you don't know these people yeah the best way to get into these places mm -hmm. is to get to the public places yeah yeah, yeah. get to know people mm -hmm. like I mean you can share your experience on this you know mm -hmm. with where you're at and who you know but mm -hmm. I think if you're just getting started you have to go to the public place, places and you have to be in it the more that you're in it and you get to know people then you start to get the invites to go other places um, yeah. and also we travel a lot mm -hmm. Adam is so confident <laughs> he just reaches out to somebody he's like hey I'm, I'm from Connecticut I'm driving through your spot Right. Um, can I come ride? Mm -hmm. um, you can do that too, but make. Sure, I think a lot of times you got to portray a positive. Sure. Um, what what's the word? The positive like uh, attitude kind of. Yeah, uh, like your Instagram needs to portray who you are and what you have to offer sure. in order for somebody to want to welcome you into their private right. spot. Right. So yeah, your attitude goes a long way. Yeah. But I don't know. What, what's your What's your um, advice if somebody's just getting started that doesn't know anybody? You know, I I didn't know the answer to that until I met Jocelyn at the BMX track. <laughs> and I'll make this kind of short because they can go back to uh, your podcast with her. Yeah, mine. If you want the full Joss, mm -hmm. you can listen yeah, to I both podcasts. Yeah, listen to both. Yeah. So uh, I saw her there. I'm always about helping whoever I can. Uh, she seemed like she was kind of, she went with friends, Chach and Jeff Albert and some other people bongo even she um, fyi listened to the podcast but mm -hmm. she got into it because of her uncle correct so she He's had a little race. bit of an in yeah so when a bike was available to her be through these friends she showed up at the track she didn't know what a motoboard was she didn't know any of that stuff and uh obviously i've got 
some experience. So I was like, I'll help you, you know, just go over this way, show you. And I'm like, this bike is, uh, it's nice, but it's a little <laughs> sketchy. So I had her over, maybe this was over a couple of weeks that I had her try my bike and try hers. And I rode hers and jumped it. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is a tank. So it's, which is, maybe that's good. Maybe it's, maybe it's not good. I don't know. You got to start somewhere, but she felt the difference right away. Yeah between riding a, a decent bike and a you know heavy kind of entry level bike but her my, my whole goal with her and uh and some with uh the woman heather we talked about before jessica uh was to kind of take them under my wing for a year introduce them to as many people as i could because i'm very fortunate that there's a lot of really nice people in my life through bmx so that's what we did and we went to a women's weekend together. We went, Heather and I, I brought her to uh, the women's weekend out in, um, it's actually not women's weekend, it's uh, Ride Like a Girl weekend, I think, at the Wheel Mill in Pittsburgh. Yep. Carly Young puts it on, who's awesome. And uh, so, yeah, just like kept pushing, pushing, pushing so that they could get to know and decide who they felt comfortable yeah. with. And then I basically, this is why we joke about the parent thing, like me being the grom dad for you know the mostly the dad for joss is um i dropped him off you know basically <laughs> you know figuratively speaking yeah. but it just kind of dropped them off and said okay i've introduced you to, to you you've got the people that i choose to associate with so if you trust me then you know to kind of run with that because uh that, i think that's the only way to do it you can't just like if you were to have children uh you can't you can't hover. Just uh, give them the options mm -hmm. safely. I certainly didn't want to uh, drop them off with people that I wasn't comfortable with. So that's how it happened. That's how it works. So it work, it's, yeah, that's, I, I don't know. I think it worked. So, yeah, anyone that's just getting started, contact Ron yeah, Red. That's right. <laughs> and he will introduce you to everybody and take you under his wing and then he will let you fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, honestly, if anyone needs the help, I'm I'm always happy to help. So it's um it's it's more than welcome. It doesn't yeah. bother me in the least. Um uh, but yeah, if you can't if you can't find someone that's local to you, I'll meet up wherever and help you help you the best I can. Mm -hmm. And I'm not all knowing, so I think it's good to have a little bit of variety meet some different people and you'll gain a little bit of a different perspective of from each person oh for sure so that's uh that's good too traveling we've gotten to meet all the bmx scenes mm -hmm. it's cool yeah I mean, and they're they're also different it's crazy in a way. like i you know not knowing bmx mm -hmm. i've met some a lot of big known names yeah. and to me they're just people like we met anthony depolitan we we're out at mm -hmm. his trails out in california and uh, was that wetlands I mean, yep yeah um you know clint reynolds i mean not that i talk or hang out with him a mm -hmm. lot but i mean i'm we're real real good friends long time friends of well, you know, eric. he's a real chatterbox i mean i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but eric hennessy is like one of our really good friends um who you know i've yet to meet him what I swear to God. Well, maybe we've been in the same place but didn't know it. But he keeps a low profile. Oh, they, right? Yeah, he you know, he started Trails Rules, um, a blog, what, 
probably a little over it's probably been over 12 years yeah um and so he was kind of like the start of social media mm-hmm. but then he yeah he's really oh he's not on social media at yeah. least to keep to himself mm-hmm. uh I'd like to call him a spiritual guy. He's not spiritual, yeah. but he's very intelligent in yeah. his thoughts. He'd probably be awesome to have on, but I don't know how much he cares to share. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, it's his, um, it's not, everyone's different. That's his journey, and maybe that's how he wants it to be, and that's fine. Yeah, so luckily being good friends with him, he knows mm-hmm. everybody, so we've gotten Although, to be everywhere with him. Him and Yeah. Although when I did the FBM podcast, and I, I took, uh, sound bites from all the different people on that were on FBM before they before they closed. I got a lot of questions of how come Hennessy isn't on there. I'm like, I can't find can't Hennessy. Find him. Like, uh, and you know, people would come up closer to when I was done with it, and I'm like, now I don't. Even if you find them, it's almost too late. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I was a little bummed out because I didn't. I didn't think of him because it he's, unfortunately yeah, he's not on media. Yeah. yeah yeah so I'm sure I met him at like a circuit jam when they had the ramps out in the parking lot of a business right around the corner maybe you were there excuse me there or heard about it I'm sure he's been at the same places as me we just haven't formally met yeah but he sounds like a really cool guy so oh, I'd he like is, to meet him for at sure. some point not he's... for podcast just to just, <laughs> just to, to meet, yeah. just to meet him uh, but yeah anyway why'd you bring him up again I was just saying that I'm, I'm, the, gotten... I'm like the 50, 51st dates guy, you know. <laughs> I've gotten to meet a lot of people from mm-hmm. all different walks of life, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, everyone's everyone has something different to offer. Yeah, I think that's kind of how we were getting there. Sure. But yeah, everyone's got something different to offer. Everyone, everyone's different. Yeah, like yeah, there's no there's no one stereotype. No. Everyone's especially BMX is a lot older now. Yeah, you know the people that are keeping it alive have been in it for so long that they've mm-hmm. grown up. They're not yeah. so much the oh. immature teenagers, 20-year-olds that, yeah. you know, we may associate with BMX. Right. I mean, some are, but... <laughs> or some still are. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole different generation. Yeah. and you know, I, There's a lot of cool people out there. Yeah. And if you uh, take the time, put yourself out there, get to know them, mm-hmm. you get to see it. And they probably want to know just as much they want to know about you. Yeah. So it's, it goes both ways. Yeah. You know. That was That's the funny thing is still like breaking out of my own shell. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Anthony Napolitan and he's like, oh, so like Adam was saying like you have a podcast and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, it was like awkward. I'm like, yeah, yeah. wait, you want to know about me? Like, yeah, right, I mean, right. I'm just here watching. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, it's. Yeah, people want to know just as much about you as you want to know about them. And I think right. that's one thing I learn is the more questions you ask, mm-hmm. the more... Not that I'm trying to get interested in me, but I think it breaks. It helps people break out of their shell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that you didn't know who he was because it makes it that much more pure as far as yeah, meeting someone. Yeah, I looked someone. him up after and I was like, holy crap, this guy's got... Yeah. <laughs> And his wife worked for Fox. Yeah, and, his wife you know, she's, Fox she's and... awesome. She yeah. always has been supportive of jams. But yeah, there, there, there's so many good people out there. I'll, I'll say it real quick. People probably laughed in the beginning, but uh, I didn't know who Scotty Kramer was because he was everything while I was not in it. Yeah. I was raising my yeah. family. And and then I told him when I did a podcast with him, I said, I don't, I, <laughs> I really don't want 
to know the pre-injury Scotty. I know the Scotty yeah. now, and I'm amazed by the Scotty, and I don't want it to affect the way I think about or even ask about him at that time. Which is interesting because then it gives everybody else a different perspective on who sure. he is versus who he... Not so much who he was, but, I mean, anything you grow as a person and anything, whether it be an injury or yeah, anything yeah. like that, it'll change you. So it's, sure. like, cool to give people the insight on who mm-hmm. Scotty Kramer is, yeah. not who he was. It And it sounds funny to people, and I'm just, like, I'm sorry, but that's this is a relationship-based kind of it's interview, friendship, and yeah. turned into more because then he, you know, after I did the one for him the fundraiser for him fundraising jam he wanted to be involved in every jam after that which because he wanted to give back so it's amazing how things work out yeah so i'll have people saying could you get him to say like record this for my trails uh one of them was about wearing a helmet um can you have him do a little psa for for the trails and and he did so i i happened to be at the x games last year and I knew he was going to be there because he works the event uh, as a commentator. So, um, yeah, he gave me some time and recorded it and awesome. sent it off to the kids that really need to hear it from Scotty Kramer. Wear a helmet, be safe. You know, and it is impactful. But anyway, I'm off on a tangent and, and way off of uh, what we're doing with you. But I, I'm pretty much set. I, I just. Uh, However you want to close it out, whoever you want to thank, uh, we've talked about events coming up. Whatever, whatever you want to end on, I'm I'm totally totally yeah, good you with. Yeah, um, I'm just uh, appreciative of everybody in the community. Like I say, I I think we have a lot of growth to continue on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm blown away at all there is <laughs> and all that's happened it sure. literally blows my mind um like i said i'm just a girl that made a decision that like i want to ride but i want to meet people that ride and help people ride and not feel the way i was feeling so um yeah it's it's awesome it's awesome to see the growth i'm really excited for everybody's involvement and support along the way for your support i mean you you didn't know me you know um, I did, but I didn't. You did, but you didn't, you know? Yeah, right. Same yeah. as what we've been talking about. Yeah, um, and it's just cool. It's really cool to get to know everybody, to genuinely know everybody, mm-hmm. um, meet them, have their support, be able to support them. And sure. I don't know. Let's just keep it going. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> keep absolutely. spreading the ratchet love, as I say. <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's, it's definitely working. Well, I'm going to get some coffee from you after we uh, close this out. I'll steal your cup now. I'll wait for my, I'll, I'll wait for my cup. I'll prepay the I'll prepay the cup, and you can give it to me when I see you in person yeah. next. We we do have. I mean, if Don't you want know. merchandise, if you want to support in any sort of, I mean, any sort of way. I mean, we have our stronger together shirts. We've we've got coffee. We've got t-shirts, tank tops. Uh, working on some jackets and hoodies. Like nice. Just having fun with it. Yeah. I like to yeah. I like to involve everything I love to do, and I love to be mm-hmm. creative. I love to. I love I do these destroyed shirts because I just have fun with it. Right, right. And just help as many people along the way as we can. And one more time, the uh, to order actually doing it 
through for any of what you have read to yeah the link is on our instagram that's okay. that's the best way to find it right now okay if you're not on instagram get on instagram <laughs> yeah i know until it turns into something else maybe but use it for positive purposes and you'll enjoy every aspect of it <laughs> you're here to that uh so yeah if you're good i'm good yeah thank you so much for doing it's it awesome thank you yeah and it's always best when it's short notice right like, let's just do this. Yeah, that's the way I roll. Like I say, you get an idea and jump on it. Otherwise, yeah. it'll never happen. That's right. That's right. So I'll have this one up uh, in a few days. So I think it'll come out before a couple of the dates that you mentioned. All right. Yeah. Fun. I'll, uh, there's, yeah, it's an easy one. Easy one to put up because uh, <laughs> you you speak well about your, uh, about rad checks and you speak well in general about, uh, about life. Sometimes I feel like I can speak too much I, I always say i was like quiet and shy my entire life so now i talk too much <laughs> <laughs> making up for it i'm making up for it good i'm glad well thanks again appreciate it